welcome back to this week's episode of Back Chat, where we are just making memories all the time. It's true. We are, Krista. Yeah, we so are. Many memories. Yes, welcome back, welcome back. Yeah, thanks. Um, well, we have another really special episode in store for you guys today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have mentioned that it would be guest Palooza. Yes, and it on has, Back Chat, and we're living up to that promise. We are all the time. We have the most amazing Kim Janet. AKA Zero Fucks Life Coach. AKA uh, Life Coach Extraordinaire. AKA Serial Thrifter. AKA Too Fucking Fancy for Me. You have so many AKAs. Yeah, there's a lot of AKAs. AKA and- Soon to Come Marco Bolo. That's right. Marco Bolo, the Bolo <laughs> Tie stop, Queen. <laughs> and I think, honestly, that uh, probably Kim Jana is something that people hear on our podcast all the time. Yeah, you're a frequent mention. Oh, yes. Um, I love, though, that we you're never Kim. You're Kim Jana. Kim Jana. You are a two-name person. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's been yeah. like that my whole life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like just, you're, it just you're works. like Emma Watson. Yeah, people yeah. see me and they're like, "Hey, Kim Jana." Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. very oh, there similar. You go. Yeah, yeah. Very similar. I'm gonna think of examples all episode, so I'll just shout them out every now and then. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Susan Sarandon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to have two named Tourette. <laughs> perfect. It's perfect. Lady Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga. Perfect. Can't have Lady without the Gaga. Mm-hmm. Can't have Kim without the Jana. Yeah. That's true. Oh, shit. Um, right? Watch yeah. out. Watch out. Mm. But it's true. It's like we, and actually a lot of our listeners, um, like we, we've been more active on the Instagram. Yeah. Okay? I've noticed. And a lot of our Instagram, or our Instagram followers have, have messaged me saying that they found us through you so through i uh through zero fucks life coach or uh, some of our listeners who were listening to us were like oh my god i love kim jana blah 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 oh, yeah and yeah, we've um, had quite a few you. listeners actually fall in love with you since you were on our show last yeah which was and our references to you yeah a while ago well and i also talk about back chat podcast a lot on and my instagram so it's the circle the circle yeah. of it love the, full, the circle, the of, circle love. of love there's yeah. so much love That's in this so circle great. yeah yes i love it yeah. well welcome thank you we're so happy to have you a second time. I love being here. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're very lucky to have her a second time. We are. Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking about this for a long time. I'm excited. And mm-hmm. here we are, 2019, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. New year, new us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. From sad bitch to bad bitch. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And we've just been talking so much uh, before we started recording the episode. We were like really getting deep into things. And then we were like, you know what? We should probably hit record. Yeah. 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 So, just so it's not like so we didn't silence. Run, exactly. And we didn't run out of steam. Wouldn't that be weird if you do an entire episode of silence? Just see how long people stay tuned in. Oh, oh my God. I Don't do it. Just this. troll people? <laughs> yeah. Like, remember that like social April experiment Fools? I talked about? Where, oh, like, yeah. you have a welcome song at, like, a conference. Yeah. That's supposed to go on for two minutes, but you have it on a loop and it'll play for eight hours and just film people and nothing happens. It just keeps going and going. <laughs> and, like, how long would people sit there? <gasps> oh, my goodness. Brian's curious me. to know. Oh, yeah. I want to do it. And what was your thing? I think you said 45 minutes people would sit well there. i think like that would be the max time like that would there would be one person left in the room would no be 45 but it, minutes. I, it wasn't on a loop it was that there would be a live band oh yeah and they would just play a song they would just sorry. keep playing and the song would just oh. keep going you know yeah and it just yeah it wouldn't it stop. would never end mm-hmm. i would actually like i don't know i feel like i would be the person that walked up to the band and been like hey like is everything okay like yeah. <laughs> Do you need some uh, song titles, maybe? Right? Like, <laughs> song yeah. suggestions? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it would be interesting to see. Yeah. It would be. And right? I, I think I you would know. really identify the different kinds of, you know, social presences, such yeah. as what Kim would go up and do. <laughs> right? Exactly. Never 
everything yeah, okay? We yeah. will have the helper, you know? The helper would <laughs> yeah. be identified. The life coach would definitely stand out. Yes. Um, you yeah. would have the life coach clientele, you know, on all ends of the spectrum. You'd have like the angry people, the sad people, oh, the scared people, no. the overconfident but aren't we all people. That, aren't we all that at some point? At one point or another, yeah. But I think like everything would be, get represented. <laughs> I would love it if like, you know, in a movie when somebody faints or like, is, is there a doctor in the room? When, if it'd be a similar scene where somebody just derails so like, we're gonna need a life coach is there a life coach in the room? this person is losing it oh my god so i you know what i i could use that mm. like you call what would you call like 211 or something, something. call 201 like yeah. someone called 211 when someone's like going nuts in the club or something you know on um on jan arden's new show oh yes TV, that's right because i'm in love with jan arden yeah um there's a scene where she gets into a little fight with feist backstage at a charity event Does she? and feist a is real like, one no yeah, fe- like oh, the real fake. Well, it's well, a the real show. Face. It's a sitcom. Fake show. Oh, yeah. I'm but Feist like, is on is it. So sweet. Oh, yeah. And Feist is like, I'm going to need to <laughs> FaceTime with my life coach. Yeah. <laughs> and she walks Feist away. Feist says that? Yeah. And it's hilarious. Oh, my God. And that could be your thing. That could be my thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, FaceTime life coach for hire, folks. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I, I feel like I've actually done that. Yeah. I've called Kim. You have FaceTime with your So life Kim coach. is my real life life coach as well. Um, like last episode, she wasn't, but now she is. Um, and it's, so it's like, I'm excited to talk a little bit because I'm so open about my, my own mindfulness journey mm-hmm. on this podcast. And I, I think um, that's been helpful for people to hear. Yeah. But because of that, I'm excited to like talk a little bit about that as well. But I've definitely done a 211 <laughs> a 222 things are getting too 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 out of control yeah. there we go help two, two, two. i love it that's yeah. exactly what it is two, yeah. two, 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 two. is my lucky number did you know that no, no. yeah i was actually gonna, about to get that tattooed on my finger do it wow triple two yeah it's when i was it's my time i was born but it's also the time do you guys have a time that you when you look at a clock it's like it always seems to be that time um like, i have a favorite time yeah, like for for some, I always see two two two. Always well, it's, everywhere. I put yeah. this is a fun fact about me, but it, the number two 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 resonates with me because when I put something in the microwave, which is not very often, but uh-huh. I used to use it a lot yeah. in Shawinigan, small town in Quebec. That's that's how we cook. Yeah, I would always put two 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 for oh. the time, like no matter what I was cooking. Oh, like oh, so I don't you know were just why. About me, I was uh, destined to meet you, yes. but yeah. I would put like even if it's popcorn or anything. I'm just I don't. I was like, am I lazy? Like once I thought about it, it's like because I'll walk up two 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 and then I'll walk away and I'll just keep checking to see if it. Like I won't it's even. Sometimes I'll open it ahead of time or I'll forget it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, who cares with a microwave because it fucks shit up, anyways? But true. Like, yeah, true. Anyways. Zero nutritional content. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike this podcast. You know, this oh, is 100%. We have protein, we've got fiber. Lots of fiber. Yeah. And if yeah. you're bulking, yeah, we clarified last episode, it's for you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you're a vegetarian. Like Carbs are sometimes. Vegetarian, we are 10 pieces of tofu. That's right. Per episode. Yeah. 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 I like that. Um, they should add us content. to the food. Us, <laughs> I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> to the uh, food chart. Yeah, yeah definitely. Absolutely. The new Canada food, food chart. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Nutritional like guide. Yeah. Get um, your daily dose. Of when it comes to numbers, I like to add numbers together all the time and find out what single number they add up to. So when you told me your oh. favorite number is two, 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 the first thing I thought of is like, oh, that's six. Oh, so oh, weird. I do this man. all the time with everything, with Much. birthdays, whatever. So I, yeah, I wonder like, what does that mean? Like my. You condo know? number, you know, 1402. When I moved in, I want it like it was seven, but I only, Aww. but then I found out I have preferences for certain numbers. Like I like it when numbers add up to eight or seven, sometimes six. It depends on the situation. For you, I like it, but for a lot of things, I don't. Right. But I don't like things that add to, to like three or like five. You don't like odd numbers? Interesting. I don't know. It's, yeah. I don't um, know because I love you, seven. Have you looked into numerology, Brian? Mm. Oh my have goodness. You into I feel numerology? a new segment. Do, yeah, you, do you know your we, number? Um, I so am we, an eight. You're an eight. Okay, yeah. I'm a seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a seven, but... Um, I'm a 36. 
Are you? No, you're not. Oh, actually, no. Wait, that's not even a number on the thing. <laughs> I, th- I thought it wouldn't yeah, be. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's not that many Kim. <laughs> I'm a 479. Um, there was. I was. Try- I can't even remember. I, recently, I was doing this though. I was like looking and like looking at numerology things. Okay. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm a seven. But yeah, so twos, two, seven, and thirteen. Those are my lucky numbers. Okay. What are y'all's? Um, eight. That's it? That's your lucky number? That's I like, great. I like triple seven, but I don't like that when you add it up, it's a three. Seven, seven. Or, nevet, neves. What's that? Play that backwards. It's seven, seven. Oh. Wow. I don't know what my numbers okay. are. I uh, have no idea. What's, you don't, but you don't have a right favorite now? number? No. No? no you don't have a favorite, favorite number? number? No. I don't believe hmm. you. You must. Yeah. There's no number that you're like drawn to that you like see at Five. Now. Five? Five is oh, your favorite number? Oh, okay. fine. Like five yeah. alive. Five. Well, five yeah. in a, I'm about to creep everybody out, but five in a weird way that when I'm doing stuff and I don't want to do it for too long, I add, a f- like, I'll be like, okay, because I don't like to do a task sometimes if it's going to get boring. So I like space it out. So if I'm doing dishes, I told mm. this to Jay the other day, I noticed that I'll be like, I'm going to do five dishes. And then I'll go back to like doing something for work because I want to get my work done. But I'm like, I also need to do dishes. And then I was like, Jay, uh, I think I like do things in fives. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, will so... you still love me when I fall off the rails? And I'm like, five, five, just light switch, yeah, on and off. Switch. You, switch. you know, much respect to people that uh, need to do that because yes. I, I understand it's a thing. Um, but yeah, five. And so recently, I was like, fuck you, I'm gonna do six dishes. I'm gonna do four dishes. Nice, ch- you're challenging yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like, put I you off you your mark. Just five. accept your five. Just accept. You have five fingers on each hand. Yeah, yeah. You five know, toes. You've got five toes. For now, you've got now. five senses. Until further notice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good number. Yeah, good number. I like it's it. Not your fave. I'll no, you know it's not my fave. I've but offended you. I have worse numbers. Okay, good. It's not a three. Come on. <laughs> you hate threes. You hate threes. I don't care for threes. Interesting. Yeah, I try not so to funny. hate anything. I don't care for it. I always wonder, like, where where does all this stuff come? Anybody from? out there, if you're a three, let us know. Yeah. Do not let us know. <laughs> no, don't tell us. <laughs> don't tell us. No, let us know. I want to know what you're like. Oh yeah. yeah. We'll find out the. Let's change. Let's change Brian's mind. Well, yeah. Like, like if somebody the three challenges a three, that's like that's Dial different. Dial two two two, y'all. So. <laughs> I, like if something adds up to a three, I don't like that. But if somebody's number was a three, I would. I like. I don't have a preference for any kinds of those numbers. Mm, if it's like a person's number, but like wow. if my apartment, if I had a choice between like three, four, and eight, yeah, like I would pick eight and four any day over three. Yeah, oh. it's a big. I mean, I understand <laughs> that numbers are a big thing. When I worked at the bank, um, and people came and got their bank cards, you know, like you need a new bank oh, card, oh, like yeah. and, and you had a selection numbers? of like different cards that they oh. had, they would like shuffle through them and look for their special numbers. Oh, interesting. Or Whereas like, I was you just like, give me the plate? one on the top. I don't care. Pardon yeah. me. Oh yeah, like oh, yeah. this you can choose which one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mine got an eight in it. <laughs> of course, my yeah. God, my, my, I was like closer for the eight. I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. It also um, has a three in it too, though. But eight and okay. three add up to eleven, which is another favorite number of mine. <laughs> Look at this mathematician. Anyways, I'm going to stop. Here. I'm going to dial two two two. I'm going to stop yeah. right here. Everyone needs to dial two two two. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Find out. Uh, call a life coach. Um, so, so Kim Jana. Yes. I'm going to take the heat off of me, and I want to <laughs> right now. I just I, I've got to put the I've got to do a heat transfer. Exercise. I'm already for it. I'm wearing a tank so top. So we want to just, we want to heat things up around here with some fiery, hot, <clears throat> burning, deep questions that we have for you. I thought you were going to say fake sponsors. Or that too. Because we haven't done that yet. One of the two. I was like, oh my gosh, burning, I got, hot, fiery, fake sponsors. I, I was like, this is great. And the yeah, yeah, numbers, yeah. yeah, the fake sponsors just eluded me. You thought that we were doing fake sponsors, fake numbers. Fake everything. Yeah. 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 And I'm All like, let's time. get real. It's time to get real. It's time to get real. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, fake sponsors. Mm-hmm. Shall we hop right into it? I think Why not? So. Yeah. 
Um, well, why don't you go first? Um, so considering Kim Jana's on the show today, this is something, and I, I hope this is a judgment-free zone because it is. What, my fake sponsor was a very mainstream thing. Probably, I'm going to say was closer worse to than a decade Starbucks? ago. It was on Oprah. Oprah liked well, this thing, which isn't a bad thing Oprah. all the time, but sometimes people are just like, ah, if it's too mainstream, it becomes corny, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be fake sponsored today. You get a favorite number. You get a favorite number. You get a favorite <laughs> Everybody number. Everybody gets Look a favorite number. Look under your seat. You've got a favorite number. <laughs> oh, you get a three. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my fake sponsor is The Secret. Oh, the yes. The book, The Secret. Yes. I, I'm sure it's just more than a book, though. Yeah. Right? There's it's, a lot of things. There's a, there's a DVD. Okay. I say DVD because I'm so fucking old. <laughs> like, wait a minute. You didn't say VHS. Where do we get the DVD? There's a, there's a movie. There's a movie that, okay. I, that I happen to have on DVD. Now, okay, is great. the woman that wrote it, is she um, Australian? I feel like I remember an Aussie accent. To be fair, the last time I watched it, I believe was over... I want to say 10 years ago. Yeah, because it came yeah. out like it was oh, around then, right? Back. I've okay. had it for a long time, but it's yeah. incredible. It's incredible. I've yeah. never read it myself. Um, I just looked up the Coles notes mm-hmm. again recently for it. And I just really like the concepts about how you shape your own reality by your intentions and your thoughts yeah. and your actions and you yeah. visualize things and you have to emit like a kind, nice frequency in order to get anywhere, which is just, it just rings so true. Yes. It's so fundamental and so simple. I think we often overlook it. And mm-hmm. um, I'm happy that book went mainstream at one time. And I hope a lot of people still carry that philosophy with them but yeah i thought it would be a good fake sponsor to have when we had kim jana on the show yeah and i did want to know your thoughts on it but loved you've, you've it. got a copy so loved it uh, you know what loved it and if anybody out there wants to owns a dvd player still like <laughs> all two of you out all there two of you. um you can borrow my dvd oh wow Perfect. but it is so i mean it's, it, it is setting an intention and you know i always get people like mm, that's like the people that don't want to do the work in their lives, like, we'll always be the first to be like, you can't, you know, it's it's not possible to be positive all the time, or it's not possible to set an intention. That's just, sorry to say, but that just means I'm not willing to do the work. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. But setting a, an intention is like, you know, even with the shop, when I started Serial Thrifter, it's like, I envisioned it, I bought the domain, I was like, I'm fucking doing this. And sometimes it's like, even the vision board is very similar to the secret, because it's like, putting it somewhere where time will not, you know, elapse and then it just won't get done. It's like, I see it. I know what I need to do and it's in my face and I've set an intention and I'm going to do it. Like without worrying, like, is it going to, you know, is it going to work in my favor? No, I'm just fucking doing the thing. I'm doing the thing. Yeah. And so the secret is really good for that. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Um, Did the vision board concept, so was that around before the secret? Because I only remember hearing about it in the secret. I don't know. Do you have a vision board? I do have a vision board. Do you? Yeah. Is it secret from everyone else? Because no. one time I <laughs> is it a secret? I is it a secret? Yeah, I um I was looking for something I can't even remember. This was like a really long time ago, like before you even went to Australia. Brian. Did you find okay. like, somebody's like vision years like the ago? First time, like the first, like way before, like when you were in that apartment yeah. down on the water there. Oh, my floating house. You're, no. Oh. No, not the floating house. The like down, down on, Marie, on, on Aquarius Lane. Homes. Oh, Aquarius Lane. Oh, and the, the I was helping you pack. You were moving. You were. Yeah, you did help me pack too. We have such a history. There's so many random memories we have. But, it's yeah. so fun. Yeah. I know. We actually had a listener be like, "How did you guys meet?" And I was like, "I don't know." Yeah, who knows? Um, but in a dark club. In a dark club. In, in a, a club. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. In a club. And I think I was looking under the bed, and you were like, "Don't look under there!" And I was like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that where your is dildo my, is? Yeah. It's my vision board. Yeah. I was like, your I don't care. Your vision board takes double A's. <laughs> exactly. 
Don't worry about it. It's my vision stick. Exactly. It's my vision stick. Don't look at it. Vision stick or vision dick? (laughs) Oh my God, Um, I love it. Yeah, so I I had read somewhere though that you're not supposed to show a lot of people, like your vision board's supposed to be somewhere that only you can see it so that it doesn't expose it to criticism or ridicule because that can be very detrimental towards some things that are more personal that you're trying to accomplish. Right. Yeah, now I don't know how much merit there is behind that. Which makes sense. I mean, I think there's merit if you're the type of person, and I get it, some people are, that are like, like, you want to accomplish that? Yeah. What the fuck? If you're the type of person like, oh, I want so. If somebody looked at my vision board and like, what are you talking about? You want to have a gig in 2019? I'd be like, yeah, fuck you, man. What's your vision board look like? That's yeah. it. Like, <laughs> What's on your vision board? What's on your vision face? Yeah. <laughs> your vision face. Use your vision face to look at my vision eyes. <laughs> and look at my vision. With my vision dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll leave a bruise. <laughs> Hope you're not allergic to silicone. <laughs> wow, I like. I was like syntax. Well, I thought it was. Oh, she's latex. getting there. She's getting there. Yeah. Yeah. What's so. the difference between silicone and latex? Do we know? Because people silicone. have latex allergies. Can you yeah. have a silicone allergy too? Silicone is like oil based. Okay. And I think latex is like plant not oil based. Yeah. I don't know. Latex I, comes from a plant, I believe. Okay, I have yeah, no clue. I, think I just so. know that a lot of people are allergic to latex. So yeah, whatever. The latex allergy is a thing. It's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, love the fake sponsor. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. the secret, everyone. Long story short, it wasn't um a vision dick. It was the secret. <laughs> and, and I actually had to say that, and I was like, I don't even remember what it was. And my <laughs> fake sponsor was Life Coach Approved. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. So let's um let's move along to yours then, Krista. If you had a fake sponsor sure. on this entire planet today, who yeah. would it be? Well, this is actually the it's the most fitting um, fake sponsor because my fake sponsor is going to be Serial Thrifter, which is owned and operated by a Kim Jana. Kim Jana. Kim Jana. Um, Can I, I, I just need to say it's cereal, yes. like C E R E A L. That's right. Thrifter, like the food. Yeah, not like cereal, like cereal killer. killer. It's cereal thrifter. But it's yeah. a good play on words. It is. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, and so I was actually noticing the other day that I think every single day of my life I wear something that's cereal thrifter. Yes. Wow. Like that's, that's how a, that's a big endorsement. That's how much of my wardrobe is so and and all, that's not lost on me by the way. I have so much appreciation for the people that support my business. It, yeah, and it, but it's actually like you guys. First of all, heading over to cereal thrifter on like a Tuesday or Thursday afternoon after work, like you're always going to have fun. Um there's it, you're never going to feel pressured to buy anything. And I want to like okay. that's something that I think is a really big one for me because I've actually noticed that I don't really actually shop anywhere else except for Serial Thrifter. There's a couple other thrift stores that I that I'll like, you know, like hit up every now and again. Yeah. But I'm really not into like going to the mall. You know, I've never Ugh, been a mall them. person. Yeah. And um Serial Thrifter, I not only <laughs> shout out to Metrotown, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> suck. <laughs> hate you. Pacific Center, suck my silicone vision dick. <laughs> Um, but not only do I buy there, but I actually also have consigned there. Yes. And so it's, it's really nice because, okay. So for instance, the other day I got this super cute crop, um, uh, sweatshirt that says, beware the humans. And it's a little alien face on it. Oh, that's so cute. cute, Which I actually, when, when my friends saw that I, uh, there was a couple of my friends that saw that I posted wearing that shirt and they were like, I wanted that. (laughs) I wanted that. Die. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what, bitch? Yeah. It's a shirt. You can borrow it. (laughs) 
You can borrow it because I'm very open and uh, loving and giving to my friends. So you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> your demon voice. Nothing passive aggressive about that at yeah, all. Yeah, no, nothing at all. Never. Not from a cancer rising. No way. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, and it's been so nice. So when I went to pick up that shirt, it was like, oh, he, you only owe $14 because I had sold something else and I didn't even know. So it's like, it's, it's totally one of those awesome things where if, you know, I, I'm trying to really cut back right now on my, um, like, buying of things that are you know just things you're not really gonna wear maybe you wear it a couple times and whatever like I want to make sure I'm utilizing my whole wardrobe Mm -hmm. luckily I'm a super like wear a different outfit every single day of the year type of person and so I definitely mix and match my outfits like Mm -hmm. I'm very into that like I feel like there's always something new to be found always even if you're you haven't bought anything for months there's always a new outfit that can be made Mm -hmm. yeah in my opinion and I really enjoy doing that and I feel like Sarah and you're good at it Krista always looks Fucking on point. Oh, thank you. Notable. Just be serious. Notably. Like stylish. Yes. Appreciate yes. it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, like it's kind of fun because I can also, as I, you know, get rid of a couple things, maybe consign them, whatever. Yeah. It's like my wardrobe has just become so solid. Like, yeah. I feel like every single piece that I own is something I would wear. Okay. Nice. And I, yes. I would recommend it. Highly recommend to yes. people. If you, you know, if you're looking to make a change in your life, mm-hmm. your wardrobe is a great place to start. You can make some changes with like create some outfits, yes. hang them in your closet so that in the morning if you're late, oh my God, I slept in a half an hour. Yeah. You already have an outfit right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and I will help you start, not you, Krista, because <laughs> you do that for I yourself. I help. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, we all have strengths and weaknesses and some people come over and it's like, you know, they're not sure if they can pull something off. First yes. of all, pulling something off, I've said it before, it's a decision. Just do it's it. It's a decision. But like, uh, but like that. there's a lot of stuff like that if you're not sure and you want to like, you know, try something different, mm-hmm. I can help style, which is fun. Yes. Yeah. And, and Kim beer. is very good at it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just a really fun time. So um, I actually know a lot of our listeners go to Serial Thrifter. I've, there are so many, everyone I know now. Like knows yeah. who serial thrifter is. Everybody least. is serial thrifting. But if Everybody, you don't, there's a hashtag also out there, folks. Serial thrifters. If you want to see looks, yes, that's oh, right. Nice. That's, oh, that's right. Fun. And um, yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this episode <coughs> and you're like, I don't know this Kim Jana. I don't only, know. I don't know the serial thrifter. I don't know this. I don't know the serial killing life coach. Get, right? on, get on the grams. Get on the gram. Yes, go check it out. Serial thrifter on Instagram, and then you can like go and shop. And you can talk to her and mm-hmm. you can make a new friend. So make yeah. a new friend. And if you're not into like, you know, the stuff on Serial Thrifter and you're more bougie, Serial Thrifter has a fancy fucking sister. Her name is too fucking fancy for me. Yes. That is also on the grams. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now, can we spell this out as well? Yeah. Too fucking fancy for me. That's T-O-O fucking fancy for F-O-R-M-E-M-E. Okay, just had to double check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, thought maybe a number four could have been snuck in there. Yeah. Just for like, <laughs> You're the, numbers sake of, guy. the sake of brevity. If anything, <laughs> today I've realized numbers guy. I like it. So. I mean, don't let that define me. That no. was just a weird little quirk. It's a I good think quirk. It's, a surprise it's adorable. Yeah. That just made me adorable. think of, do you remember the Veronica's? <clears throat> and it was like, God, baby, we're gonna live forever. Yes. Yeah. I loved that song when I, I was I love the Veronica's. <clears throat> I would still go see the Veronica's. Yeah, me too. 100%. Yeah. Speaking of, so we're going to see a show together, Krista, yeah. you and I, my mate, Metric. Yeah, we I are. Love Metric. super excited. I haven't seen them since I was 14. Yeah, we're yeah. so excited. Uh, They've got a new I album out. They're doing a tour. They're at Pacific yeah. Coliseum. I dragged my partner to see Metric at a um, music festival in Toronto last summer. That uh, Metric was there headlining with the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, actually. Love the fucking Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Oh, it was phenomenal. I a lot. It's great. That's okay. <sighs> yeah. It's in your Insta. Yeah, it's going to be good. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, zero fucks. Oh, like you're much. right. Yeah. On brand. Mm. 
Um, my fake sponsor, should I do that? That's we right. would love to hear your fake okay. sponsor. Okay, I'm so, staring at you intentively. Yeah. I was just in Toronto for a week. Shout out to my family. Um, and my brother happens to live kitty corner to this brewery called Blood Brothers. Oh, and cute. so my fake sponsor awesome. is going to be Blood Brothers Brewing. Okay. They make some of the best sours I've ever had in my mm. entire life. Really? So much that I had to bring some, I checked luggage for this company because wow. otherwise wow. I had no toiletries, you know, that went over the limits. That but I brought back lot. two sours, one guava, one pear chai. Oh my God. What? Oh, and it was really cool because actually, um, I brought it back so Jay and I could have some, but I do have one person that shops with me, Matt Harvey, wonderful musician. Shout out, Matt. Hat Marvy on uh, Instagram. Hat Marvy. <laughs> but Cute. I think I think that, I, that might not even be his name anymore. Um, whatever. The point is, <laughs> Who knows? the point is, um, he always brings beers yeah. when he like. Everybody has got this thing like when yes. they come shop, like he brings beers all the time for me right. to try. And he happened to come by on Monday when we were open and. He got to taste, like, I was like, this is perfect, because I pulled those out, and Jay and, and Matt and I so cute. had some sours, and they were so delicious. So, That's Blood so Brothers, I think about you all the time. Oh, I, would, I wonder, really cool. like... And a guava sour. That yeah, sounds amazing. and a pear chai. Like, Ooh, that's such chai, an interesting yeah. And the location combo. was super... It was good. It was, everybody... It was just, like, such a cool space. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I love a cool venue and just, like, yeah. a fun space. And, yeah. Me too. That's cool. So, you said that when Matt came to shop. So yeah. Serial Thrifter is more than just an Insta presence then? Is he yeah. shopping at a storefront? Uh, well, he came to pick stuff up. Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean... But you can shop there. Yeah, you can come really? by and... Okay. Yeah, you can come by. Just message, message me and uh, I'll let you know. Perfect. Yeah. Right. How much fun is that? You get to shop with Kim Jana. Exactly. It doesn't yeah. get better. And, oh, I mean, we can't not shout out the cats. Oh, there's if you're. I mean, if you're allergic to cats, definitely Sucks, don't shop with me but, because. Okay. Well, they can still shop with you, but just not shop. They can. With you. The cats don't usually go in in the shop area. It's only when there's people there and they're like, come into the shop. But we have three cats. Uh, shout out to Frankie because he's my favorite. <laughs> no lies here. I mean, every, you know, people that say they don't have a favorite cat, I get it. But you're like Kim Kardashian. You know, there's a new episode of uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and Kim was saying. Um, I'm the I was my mother's favorite like she was saying that Saint is her favorite child right now yeah and Kanye was like you can't say that like you can't say that one of the kids is your favorite and she was like yes I can I was my mother's favorite for like almost two decades and now it's Kylie yeah and she was just so casual <laughs> yeah. about it and it made me laugh so hard I was like truth it's kind of true yeah. right yeah. yeah. But I like how there's the option to become the favorite. You know, it's a revolving door. It's a revolving kind of door. Yeah, so it gives you yeah. hope. Because you I, still have to have hope. You can't just be the favorite indefinitely. And like well, and also, if the other two want a chance, they're going to have to step it up. Because right. right now, they their cat. Faces. Yeah. They, what they do for a living is they cat. And what Frankie does <laughs> is he brings, you know, charisma yeah. to the table. Yeah. Okay. He interacts with me. Oh, that's He nice. stares at me in my eyes, you know. He's doing this cute thing now when mm, you're so lying under the blankets, he'll come and like poke his nose and try and lift it and then he'll like paw at it and try and lift it up. The other oh, cats, yeah. they will lie down where they are and fall asleep. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, cute. Cute enough. Cute enough. Cute. I, Fine, I, I guess. I guess. Fine. I guess. It'll do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love them. But Frankie like does But Frankie's thing. my favorite. He does Fra- I mean, Frankie's got his own Instagram account. Okay. Yeah, it's true. And um, that's at we, Frankie Cat. Oh, Frankie Cat. Frankie Cat. Frankie underscore Cat. Frankie, I'm writing this down. Frankie, F-R-A-N-K-I-E. J, my wife extraordinaire, manages that account. Oh my God, adorable. I love it. Um, he's cute. I'm not going to lie. He is half so Siamese, half ragdoll. If you want to see a cute fucking face, awesome. oh my God, he's so You're going to want to punch it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you are. Absolutely. Yeah. You're going to want to squish his neck. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, I am, I'm That's not going to lie. Cute. Like, I, I think I have a favorite, but I'm not going to say who it is. Oh, I feel like you need to now. This is a safe space. Of my cats? Or of your cats? Of no, my cats. cats. Oh, I know. 
Oh, really? Actually, it it's so weird. I don't know because they I both see, stand. Oh, yeah. You've got you've had moments in my mind with I both know. of them. I want it. I think we... it might be Oklahoma though. Oh, I was gonna say, should we see it on the count of three? Will you say it? But... Oh, damn no, it. do yeah, it. That's okay. Um, what oh, do you think? Well, I think it's Wally. Oh, interesting. So we have head to head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of think that my favorite, honestly, like, okay, Wallace and I, we have our history. Okay. But Oguaho. Here we go. Oguaho loves me. Wally bites me. And Wally's obsessed with Coda right now. So. Yeah. Wally's obsessed with Coda. And that's the thing. And honestly, like it's a little bit Dakota's of betrayal. Beat over here. So. Yeah. It's like, oh. I'm like, it's like ever since Coda started coming around, you know, almost <laughs> two years ago, Wally was like, fuck you. I like this guy better. Yeah. And he like lays wow. on him more. He just cares more about what Coda is doing. And does then he, he also ever... bites me more. Oh, does he ever bite Coda? Not really. And oh. that's kind of annoying to me. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I was your mom. So <laughs> you was a pattern. I raised he brought you. brought you to this place in your life. Yeah. Because yeah, we've all been victimized by Wallace. We all we have all been have. personally oh, he's, victimized by oh, Wallace. He's something. Yeah. 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 But Just then there's two, the two, two. You know, it's like I have my little egg shaker, you know, like. Yes, the little and, green one. And, it, and he runs up every time I shake it. Oh. And he just purrs and he loves and he's so cute. Oh, my God. He's so fucking adorable and fuzzy and he lets me brush him. and. Mm-hmm. I just, it's See, like, he stepped up his game. He stepped up his game. And yeah. Wally's cat game. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, what happens. Yeah. yeah. And Wally gets jealous. Like, I can tell that he's getting jealous, but you're like, then do better. Do better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Be Step better. Up a yeah. Notch. Be yeah. better. But then well, he just tries to steal. This is the problem, okay, you guys, is that Wally loves Coda. Coda loves both cats, but I think Wally and him have a bond. Yeah. They have a bromance. Um, Oguaho loves me. I love Oguaho, but Oguaho loves Wally more. I feel uh, like you should have drawn this out. Hmm. It's a weird yeah. Yeah. semi-broken My rectangle. Time mapping that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we might have, have to, to draw. Back. We might have to draw a diagram. Yeah. Yeah. And, and post, post it, it on yeah. our Instagram. That would be fine. Your little cat love triangle. Cute. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Um, well, well should we get into some burning well, questions? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the half been, hour mark. We've been rambling about cats, talking about numbers, the secret, and you um, love it. Yeah, we yeah. do. And everyone loves hearing us talk. Totally. I mean, I mean, you wouldn't listen if you didn't. Let's be real, y'all. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's kind of why it's a podcast. You have an option right? to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't though. No. Don't fucking dare. Please don't, Krista. If you do, I'll cry. Don't turn it off. So, yeah, these burning questions that we thought were fake sponsors, but are actually questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just going to jump in and ask him about what the easiest situation is to get yourself out of that you find most people actually get stuck in. Because as a life coach, I'm sure you see all kinds of people and places and circumstances. And I feel like there's something that you might see that's recurring all the time that's super easy to fix, but the majority of people don't. Well, I'm not going to call it super easy to fix, but... Um... One of the things that I notice a lot with people is when they get broken up with or they're going through a breakup, it's the resentment. It's that resentment and holding your ex-partner accountable to all the things that they ever said to you, like, I'm going to love you forever and forgetting that you're dealing with a human being. You know what I mean? And I, I, I often like talk about like trying to remember that everybody is walking around with their own struggles, their own ideas, their own brain development, their own everything. We've all got triggers. We've all got these things. But like when people break up, they just want to hold the other person accountable instead of just saying, you know, and I'll explain a little bit where I think we go wrong when we do that. But holding that person accountable to everything they've ever promised you and wanting to recruit allies around you and making sure that everybody knows that like they were in the wrong and you were in the right. And I've done that in the past. You know, I, I've been the girl on Facebook being like, you know what? You know what sucks? 
when somebody <laughs> da, na, 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 and then they move on and they're probably gonna do it to the next person so watch out and it's kind of like <laughs> watch out for this asshole yeah you no. know who i'm talking about was there wine involved there was no wine oh, involved. Okay. i just said there check. was whining involved oh, for sure whining. okay <laughs> no whining <laughs> no why i gotta handle the whining <laughs> um but i think when we are in a relationship we forget sometimes that like you're you're with somebody and for all intents and purposes they love you and you love them and you want to be together right then and there. Mm-hmm. And you say all these things because you legit mean those things. Like, I'm going to love you forever is something that we say because it's nice to say. And you feel it in that moment. You love somebody. You feel like you're going to love them forever. But tomorrow is a different day. And we hold each other to these standards of like, well, now that we've said all these things, then it's that's what it is. But we forget that people evolve and people grow and people get triggered and people suffer. And every day you wake up and you're resetting. And if your partner tomorrow doesn't want to be with you anymore, sure, work through it and try and do everything that you can. But if in the end it breaks off, it's that like holding on for so long, being Mm -hmm. angry for so long. And I'm not saying it's easy to get out of, but it's the thing that most people get stuck on. When in reality, if you understand that like that's another human being and they are choosing their path and they are deciding what they need to do to be happy and that doesn't involve me, then... I'm just going to be happy for them. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to turn around and do the same thing for myself. It's this getting stuck in like resentment and being upset. But you said. Hanging on to those things. Hanging on to those things when life. I mean, I'm 40 now. Maybe that's why I'm feeling that way. But life is so short. If you spend six months being angry at somebody and resenting them and not wanting them to find happiness elsewhere. I say this about my wife all the time. Like, I love you today. I love you so much today. And if tomorrow you decide to leave or I decide to leave. It has zero, it's it's like got zero to do with the other person. Like I can be as wonderful as I want to be and do all the things that I think I'm doing right. But if Jay doesn't love me tomorrow, she doesn't love me tomorrow. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not what, what could I have done differently or I'm going to change or can you change? It's like at some point, it's that resentment that people hold on to. I feel like it's okay. really hard. Does that make sense? That makes complete yeah. sense, actually. And I think you see a lot of people, yeah, hold, holding on to resentment all the time. Yeah. Yeah, which would, yeah, is why you would label it as something that you see frequently. I see it a lot. I see people resenting and I use their exes because that's what I see a lot of. Mm -hmm. But I mean, resentment in general, but just, just feeling the need to really try. And, and Krista was asking me about this. I read the book, the art of happiness a, a long time ago. And one of the things that stuck with me is don't try to understand why somebody else did what they did because Mm -hmm. people who have been hurt they hurt people have been triggered by different things people grow up with their certain mentality their mindset their values people have a different brain structure like people are living their lives with all these different things about them and trying to understand why somebody did something or left or came back or farted whatever it doesn't matter it's kind of like why did you know what i mean maybe not farted but like just just trying to understand why it's it's futile there's no point yeah you can have a discussion with somebody but don't ever put yourself in a position above somebody else being like i never would have done that yeah because you're not them yeah you know i never would have left you like that sure because you're not them but you you would have done something completely different we all do really great things and we all do shitty things it's like this this constant need to to value ourselves over others being like oh yeah but we're all the same that i say this all the time but we're all worth the exact same thing yeah everybody on this fucking planet is worth the exact same thing i don't mm-hmm. know where we started being like i'm going to be the judge of you you don't we don't get to do that but we yeah. do it all the time and it's crippling yeah. it's crippling yeah and once you let go of that it's such a relief you know you're just not angry at anybody anymore because you're like oh yeah i forgot you're an actual human being 
Yeah. There's what? your answer. I love that. That was very well thought out and very explanatory, actually, in okay. terms of like, I, I, it answered it exactly how I wanted to hear it or exactly how, you know, it, it was a satisfying answer, I guess, is what Good. I'm trying to say. That's great. Yeah. I mean, so like one thing I'm curious about is, you know, like you're, we're, we're kind of talking about like, it's like, just let it go. Yeah. And it's like, and realize, and so I think like an element of that sure is like compassion. Yes. But what, like, how do you think, how can people start going about this? Because I know for myself, like, this is one of my hardest challenges is like letting go of things. I'm very much like, not a grudge holder, but I'm just like, I I remember things. And like, it's hard for me once I've had a, a hurt, it's hard for me to move past that, even though. I know it's not serving me and I can logically think these things. Yeah. It's like, I still struggle with that. What, what do you think you would say to that? Gratitude is for me. And I've started, you know, every morning, I mean, it goes beyond like every morning, make a list of the five things you're grateful for. Cause I do that. It's just gratitude to be in the place where I am. So to break it down, it's kind of like, if I think about, um, my, my ex relationship, I, I was in a relationship with, you know, a couple actually, and I loved them both very, very much. But that relationship, when I think back, you know, when we broke up the way it happened, I was resentful for a long time. This is before I was practicing mindfulness, but you know, the breakup was hard and the way I moved out was hard. And I felt like that you know the the woman that I was with had zero compassion and she wanted me out and she was saying all these things like you know make sure you don't leave anything behind because I don't want to see anything of yours and Mm -hmm. that was really hurtful but I have a lot of gratitude for what I've learned about that and I have a lot of gratitude for her because the relationship wasn't working and I was Mm -hmm. still trying to make it work and I don't think if she hadn't done it that way it would have been really hard but like cutting me off like that and like making it so mean and I had a lot of um, gratitude towards her for doing it that way. And I also had a lot of understanding and compassion that right. that's how that was her process. I don't think people do things to necessarily, they do things to hurt, but it's not, it's not directed at you. It's coming right. from a place of like, this is how I'm going to deal with this situation. Right. And my gratitude every day is I was born into a family where, you know, shit was fucked up and shit was amazing. Just like everybody else. We all have different things, Absolutely. but I'm so grateful for the, for the, the way I think. And when I see somebody else behave in a way that's really hurtful or do, I think how, how grateful I am that I wouldn't do something like that. Right. But also that uh, cognizant of the fact it's gratitude and recognition that I would also do something equally as hurtful, but different, in a different just, way, in a different right. way. Right. It's this whole ranking system that we have. It's mm-hmm. like, well, mm-hmm. you know, this person cheated on me. Right. So that's the ultimate sin. I've never <laughs> cheated on this person, but I've cheated on somebody else. Yeah. But that's, the, I didn't cheat on you. Yeah. It's like we hold on to things that somebody did to us, remember, forgetting that we've done that kind of shit to somebody else. Right, or right. I may have stolen money or I may have whatever, lied. You know, we all do little things. You know, as yeah. I said last time I was on here, we're all a beautiful mix of amazing and a little fucked up. The problem yeah. is, is that we all walk around thinking that if, Krista, if I hurt you, yeah. then then it's only going to be equal if you hurt me back in the same way. Like, right. you know what I mean? Where you, we it, rank it. Like, we rank it. We it, decide these. Yeah, we decide, oh, I remember when I broke up with somebody once and I had cheated on them. I used to cheat on people a lot before I knew myself well enough, but it's like, I had cheated on them, but like, like they were terrible to me. So I was thinking, and everybody was like, yeah, but cheating is the ultimate sin. It's like, no, like 
being terrible to somebody is also bad and like lying to somebody is bad and like Mm -hmm. you know being verbally abusive is bad like all the things we all do these different things but we get stuck in like well you hurt me anytime I think somebody hurt me I think yes but I've also hurt people in my life maybe not that person yeah but that's where we fall short is that we're like yeah but how could you hurt me because I've never hurt you but it doesn't work that way you're not paired up when you're born been like so Krista you're gonna hurt Kim and Kim's gonna hurt Krista and that's it yeah. Brian, you're never going to hurt either one of us, but you're going to hurt somebody else and they're going to hurt you back in the exact same way. Why do we get stuck on it? But as soon right. as somebody hurts us, we forget that 100% yeah. we've we've also hurt people. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That is, a, yeah. it's a, it's science. It's math. If you've never hurt anybody, you're not alive. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It, and so wh- where does that happen yeah. that we like hold on to these things and it's like we blame somebody else because, you know, we, we, we justify. Yeah. Because, but that's, that is a decision to do the work. Being angry and frustrated is so easy. Right. Because right. it's it's the easiest thing to do. Yeah. You hurt me and I'm going to be hurt. But like taking the time to be mindful mm-hmm. and, and mindfulness is really just understanding what's paying attention to what's happening up here and being like, I'm mad at Krista right now because they hurt me. And I've never did that to them. Like, yeah. how could they do that to me? Yeah. And taking the time to be like, wait, what's happening in my mind right now is somebody has committed a hurt. But Kim, have you ever committed a hurt? Yes. So many times in your yeah. life. Yeah. And so why are you all of a sudden in a position to be mad at Krista for doing something that you've done also. And you right. see what I mean? It's this whole thing where we, again, I I often picture it, if you guys can picture it, uh, like we're not paired up at birth with everybody that we're going to hurt and they're going to hurt us back. It right. doesn't work that way. Right. So if you can project that into the certain, like into a circumstance and be like, okay, well, they've hurt me, yeah, but I've also hurt people. And so it all balances itself out. The communication right. is, the, is deciding I value this friendship. You know what I mean? And also, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean be friends with everybody that hurts you. It means... No. And we, Chris and I have talked about this. It's like, surround yourself with people that if they do hurt you, you can have a conversation. Yes. And say, hey, Very what important. you did Absolutely. hurt me. And the person will say, let's talk about it. And then you move past it because Absolutely. you cannot expect that nobody's going to hurt you. Then again, you're not alive if you're yeah. thinking that nobody's ever going to hurt you. Yeah, that is that's so that's true. nuts. Yeah, it's a very naive way to live if you believe right? that. Yeah. Well, is that convoluted? Does that make sense? No, I feel that like absolutely makes sense. sense. It yeah. makes complete sense. Um, and I just, I love that part about surrounding yourself with people that it's okay yes. to talk to and communicate yeah. with 100%. because that's 99% of life is communication. Yeah. That's what we do all the time. And we should like be able... Even a good example, I think, of this is like, you know, Brian and I, we have a podcast together. We spend a lot of time together and we also have like editing decisions. We have all of these things like conflict does come up and we're both still alive (laughs) and we're both still alive (laughs) right but what i and like actually this is something and i think like this is something that i really appreciate about my relationship with brian and also that i appreciate about my relationship with you but um it's just this ability to recognize when you're feeling hurt and be able to talk about it and talk it through yes mindfulness also yeah Yeah. and and also take responsibility like one thing that you were mentioning earlier was like um you know you might get triggered by this and then that person is triggered by something else. Yeah. yeah. Triggers are a real thing. They are. Can, can we just like take a step back? And so I, I think there might be some people listening as well that we hear the word trigger. Yeah. All the time. In yeah. fact, it's like, it's so commonplace that I feel like some people might feel bad yeah. if they don't know what that is. Yeah. Can we take a moment and ask our life coach what you think or what the definition of trigger is? Yeah. Tr- a trigger is something that somebody will do or say that whether you realize it or not, brings back something that has happened to you in your life and puts you in a bad physical and mental state. Yeah. Like a trauma. A trauma. I'm going to give an example. And this is, this is, I'm going to say trigger warning for you out there, but like, (laughs) because I, you know, like I come from a situation, I've been abused when I was young and then I've been through like a gang rape situation. And, you know, I began to think at some point that I was 
rapeable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and yes. it's a weird word to say, but I just started living my life like, cause and, you know, there've been, as a woman though, I'm sure so many people can relate. I always, and then I, you know, I've been chased down the streets and there were just so many different occurrences. Even remember yeah. I told you today, like some guys almost drove off with me <laughs> and like some human traffic thing. And it's kind of like, you start to think that that's your life, that yeah. that's what you're, that, that you are a target Yes. without, I mean, because a long time ago too, like women weren't talking to other women. Like, do you feel like a target? Like, yeah, it was just like, that's right. but I'm sure a lot of women can relate. But recently I watched like Jay showed me something and it's not her fault. I chose to watch it, but showed me something very triggering I'm going to say it was uh you know it, it involved people getting hurt and I only was able I saw the beginning of it and then we had a party to go to after Krista was going to be there um and I this is how I got triggered and I didn't even realize until I left the house but like I walked out oh, of the okay. house and we got and I just felt like I felt like I didn't want to be on the street and then I walked up to a car and then I thought somebody was going to jump out of the car and then some person some guy walked down the street and he reached into his bag and then I all of a sudden was sure he was going to pull out a gun and these things became very real for me yeah, yeah. very and real for what, me that's what our, that's what trigger, being triggered yeah is. triggered is and yeah. when people say yeah. I got triggered it's not you're just like oh, you hurt my feelings it's not I'm triggered. feelings yeah it's, it triggers is like something that is like it takes over your body and takes over your mind and yeah. and it had I I used a lot of mindfulness to get out of that one. I actually ended up leaving the party because I was like, I need to regroup and be yeah. in a space. But like yeah. something like that years ago would have set me off. I would yeah. have been like, like out of commission, but it was yeah. me just being like, oh, this is what's happening in your brain. And it's a safe place right now. And you watch this and you were triggered. And I talked myself through that, but like triggers they're they do happen and, yeah. and they're different yeah. for everybody too. That's the thing. If somebody is being triggered, believe them. Cause if I say, oh, you know, I thought this guy had a gun. Just, well, that's fucking ridiculous, Kim. Like he was just reaching for a pack of gum. Yeah. It's like my trigger is different than your trigger exactly. than, than yours. Yeah. But when somebody says they got triggered, you don't have to understand it. And that is the basic like yes. humanity. When right. somebody says they're experiencing something, racism, sexism, you know, transphobism, transphobiaism. Yeah. Transphobia. Anyway, yeah. Transphobia. <laughs> I make, yeah, Kim Jana making up words. But when somebody tells you they're experiencing something, yeah. you just have to believe them because yeah, you're absolutely. probably not experiencing the same thing because you're a different human. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? So anyways, yeah. a trigger is the same thing. Like when somebody is triggered, you don't have to understand it. Mm -hmm. Just believe it. Like yeah. people aren't walking around making shit up for no reason. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. And if they are, then still believe them because whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like, and I, I think you're, this is something like we've talked about in the past um, as far as triggers go, but it's like, you know, we are all responsible for our own triggers. Yeah. Like we can't be mad at people if they yeah. trigger us because we have to also remember that yeah. like those people don't, you can't read everyone's mind. You're you not cannot. a mind reader. No, yes. you can't know that this is going to be something that's going to trigger that person. Yeah. But also, like, and actually, this happened to me recently, where someone told me that they were triggered by something that I had said. Yeah, and I was like, at first reading that, I was kind of like, "What? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> me? me? Like yeah. I didn't do that to you? Like that? That wasn't me?" But it's like, you know, it's it's. And, but in the end, it's like I took a minute to be mindful and to really think about it. And it's like, you know, it doesn't matter. The point is, like, this person was hurt. So I'm going to tell them, like, you know what? Like, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Yeah. Like, I'm so sorry that you were triggered. Yeah. And also, like, I care about you enough because I want you in my life. And I want to make sure that I'm sensitive to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, and that's what relationships are. It's like, you know, with Brian and I, it's like, or with Kim and I, it's like, we, I know both of you enough to a degree that it's like, I kind of know where there's like soft topics. You know what I mean? Or like, mm -hmm. it's like sensitive subjects. Like, yeah. um, actually recently, I think 
um, Brian was triggered by something. It was such such a silly, silly thing that we were talking about. I hope you don't mind that I'm talking about oh, yeah. so I'm no, not going to get into detail. It's, it's the subject matter we're on. So. But it was just like, and I was like, oh my gosh, it was like so something that I would never have even thought of. Yeah. But it actually led mm-hmm. to us being so much closer. Yeah. And I, it and makes we, me so yeah. much more mindful about how we communicate. And, and that's that, what's important in a relationship. And that yeah. just totally reinforces what Kim said about surrounding yourself with people yes. that you can communicate with like that. Because 100%. There's, you know, a plethora of people that I can think of that I wouldn't say you know, that just made me feel a certain way yeah. when you said that. Yeah. There's yeah. so many people I would just, like, it's face value. You don't dive into it, whatever. But it's mm-hmm. nice to surround yourself with more and more people that get that. And you yeah. can be open with because it helps you as a person as well be more aware of what you're saying to them. Yeah. Because yeah. they're going to give you more honest and real feedback too. Yes. Yeah. yeah and it's so pretty true. cool. I even feel like, um, you know, my partner and I, like, we're, we're evolving to that point as well. Like, getting more and more comfortable with letting each other know when certain things are said, the, like, not the wrong way, but, like, bring up certain feelings or emotions and... And respecting that. Yeah. And I think that's so paramount in every relationship yeah. that you have. And it's hundred percent. So, it's nice to make it a goal to try to make all of your relationships like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. In any like in any relationship. And that's what happens often on social media too. Somebody else like if it's the problem is if you don't understand where somebody's coming from mm-hmm. because you forget that they're a, a that you forget that they're a different human with a completely different experience mm-hmm. than you. And you're just like, well, that's stupid. Why would you? Why yeah. would you be bothered by that? Or why does this affect you? Instead of just sitting back and being like, oh, here's a bunch of different humans with different opinions on things because they've all lived such different lives. Don't forget, when we are born, we're raised a certain way. We are taught things. We experience things. We live in different places. Yeah. There are so many. No one human is the same because yeah. you experience and you all have different things. So to look at another human and be like, why would you do that? Why would you say that? Why would you be triggered by that? It's always yeah. the why, why, why. If we can take out the questioning and be like, and just. That is mindfulness. It's not being mm-hmm. at odds with the things That's that right, happen yeah. around you or that it's just, it's just, um, acceptance, mm-hmm. acceptance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I spilled my coffee. I accept it. I can't yeah. undo that. I accept. I Krista, hated that coffee. Krista was triggered by this thing. I accept it. Yeah. Somebody is telling me that somebody, somebody is, uh, you know, treating them in a bad way. It's like, I accept that that is your reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's instead of challenging, why do we challenge all the time? Uh, somebody, Jay wants to leave me tomorrow. Sure, I would work on that because I love her. But if in the end, like Jay wants to leave, I accept it. Yeah. It's not trying to understand like, why? Where did your brain go? What not? It's kind of like this constant desire to like try and understand why somebody's brain did something when you will never ever yeah. understand why somebody's brain is like that. Yes. Oftentimes their own brain won't understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's very true. So good luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like so a lot of i mean i i uh do sessions with kim jana she's helped me so much on my mindfulness journey Mm -hmm. and i think what we've been talking about so far has been a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about like honestly for me like one of my hardest mindfulness challenges like there's been so many things that i've been able to be like i get it i get it i get it i'm good i get it Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm and just move right, like fly right past. Yeah, I agreed. Mind blowing sometimes. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and like, Chris, I'm not blowing steam up your butt, but like, you're really good at this shit. And just to pause though, Kim, you're really good at this shit as well because the difference I have seen knowing Krista since she has been going to sessions with you has been night Aww. and day. It's been such a positive and inspiring progression. And it's just like, you know, as somebody who interacts with Krista a lot and, you know, they're always working on themselves, it's really nice to see something that's been so effective. And and such yeah. a positive impact on her. It's been great. So, go us. Go yeah. team. Yeah. Um, so I think like one of the one of the things that I've been struggling with the most has been 
letting go of that control. And it's also something that I've realized um, that that is kind of a deeper, Mm -hmm. uh, much more complex situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's okay that it's taking a little bit longer, but I thought it would be cool for people to hear maybe from, you know, maybe from, we can both weigh in a little bit on this, just at, like from, from different perspectives, yeah. what your approach mm-hmm. to life coaching is. And then also, and then I kind of want to like comment on what you say, because like, I feel like it's an interesting dynamic because I am one of Kim's clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is that what you Kim call them? Is- clients? What do you, what do you, yeah. what do you call so, your customers, yeah. your clients? What is there a name? It's so funny. I don't think I call them clients. I think I'm seeing someone at two. I have somebody <laughs> that I'm seeing. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think it's weird. Cause I don't actually talk about the people that like, yeah. I'm so like, even the other day somebody's like, Oh, you're so-and-so's life coach. I'm like, did they say that to you? Yeah. <laughs> cause I'm not about well, to say that. And like, obviously, cause there yeah. is confidentiality oh, and on this podcast, there's zero confidentiality yeah. because I'm mm. all very committed to being open about things because I think it's important for people yeah. to hear that. But of course you're not talking to me about other people. No, no. I'm wondering if I say life, like a client or I think you a, said client. Yeah. Maybe a life coaching client or maybe your mindfulness like, minions. Yeah. <laughs> My friends. My friends. My friends. My friends. But, um, so I want to, I kind of, so if, if someone was coming to you for the very first time, yes, zero um, knowledge of mindfulness, let's say, coming to you with, you know, whatever problems that we mm-hmm. face, what's your approach? Like when you meet someone, how do you determine what the path is going to be for well, you? That's a really sessions? good question because I actually, I don't have a, not that I don't have a clear path. My practice is very much mindfulness based, mm-hmm. you know, and when I meet somebody, I always tell people meeting with me should feel like having coffee with a friend. Mm -hmm. That's what I intend on it to be. You know, sometimes if I've been working with somebody and I know what's happening with them, I have certain exercises I'll have them do, but it really just feels like an hour having coffee with a friend. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not like, you know, I think they're, they're, and everybody's so different, but I like to hear what somebody's going to say to me and then help them reshape their thoughts. And help them get to a place where they can coach themselves in those moments. You know okay. what I mean? My goal oh, also that. is not to see somebody forever. Obviously, if somebody wants to see me forever, that's great. But is to help them reframe their thoughts and just walk them through like what's been on their mind, what's been happening. And I find that no matter who you sit with, if you have a conversation about like what are the things that came up last week or in the last two weeks that you really struggled with, there's always a way to figure out how to reframe those and, and everything that happens in our lives is how we react to it is all based on on how mm-hmm. we're interpreting the situation. Right. So uh, the solution to a lot of things, and I tell people all the time, I get people writing in being like, it's not that easy. No, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not about it being easy. But it's not yeah. impossible. No. You know, and I get that there are there's a small percentage of the population where it might be impossible if somebody, you know, it, their brains is just not working or like, but a lot of times it's a decision that like, I choose to have a happier life mm-hmm. and I'm going to choose to reframe my thoughts in those moments. And those moments happen when, when you start practicing mindfulness and, and Krista will say this, it is mind fucking blowing how many situations in a day. Yeah. How many times your brain tries to fuck with you in a day. No wonder we come home if we're not practicing mindfulness and we're stressed and we're upset and we don't even know what the fuck happened, but it could be a million different things. Yeah. So mindfulness is so cool because you start to, and you get better at it with time. Yes. Right? Yes. It gets better with time. But it, there is a part there where it can actually be really exhausting yeah. because all of a sudden you're in your head all the time and it's fucking scary to be in there. Yeah. Because now you're paying attention and it's scary. Yeah. You're like, fuck, I think that about myself. I think that about other people. 
what the fuck? But then you get to a place where it just, you just start to like get the hang of it. And all of a sudden you're like, something happens, squashed. Something happens, squashed. You get to the end of your day. And I have had people tell me, you know, Kim, like you're always so happy. It's okay to be vulnerable sometimes. I think I resolve things so quickly in my head that I don't even have time to take to social media and be like, "Mm, I've had a hard day. And I get that. It's just like, at the same time, it's like, I don't ever feel like I've had a crazy hard day. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. that's my approach. It's like coffee with a friend. And then as we start working together, we start to figure out what it is that you need to. I, I work with people, forgiveness, uh, budgeting, uh, yeah, working out, things. motivation, organization. A lot of it, though, is all reframing, mm-hmm. reframing what's happening in your mind and just right. having more control, yeah. not living in autopilot all the time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so as a client of yours, um, it's one like... I thought it would be cool to kind of share a little bit about my experience because I think a lot of people also are kind of like, but I have mental illness. Well, I have bipolar disorder. Um, I think, I mean, I haven't seen a psychiatrist in a while now because it's expensive, y'all. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't really seen a psychiatrist since 2017. It's now 2019. Um, I have a doctor um, who knows my whole situation, has my file, blah, 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 blah. But I haven't seen a psychiatrist in a really long time. And I started to notice that it was uh, affecting me uh, because when you have bipolar disorder, it's like there's a lot of times where, well, for me, the type that I have, um, there's a lot of times where I feel okay. uh, And actually, uh, mania can sometimes, the beginning of that can be feeling actually quite good. Mm -hmm. So I went from living most of my time in a depressive state Mm -hmm. to living the more of my time in a manic state if that makes sense and it's what what's referred to as cyclothermic so that's like it's like you're not going into like a manic state where you're like needing to be hospitalized it's just kind of like elevated mood elevated um perceptions of things like maybe some unsafe um like uh you know just like behaviors unsafe behaviors yeah. yeah um things like that and it also has affected like the way that I uh, experience relationships. Okay. Um, I like, it makes me very, I get very anxious about um, like interpersonal things, even though you would never probably think this about me unless you really knew a lot about my history, but it's, I got to a place where I was so like broken, like just, you know, like a shell of, of myself. I felt like I wasn't being true to who I really was. Mm -hmm. And I actually, and Kim and I were at this point, I, I actually met Kim through Cyril Thrifter and started shopping there like a long time ago. Yep. And I knew that Kim was a life coach. We had, you know, hung out a few times and whatever. Um, but like, we were like friends enough, I guess is what I'm saying. But Um, I think I, I called Kim out of like desperation, absolute desperation. Like I was completely distraught, um, like just completely broken down. Everything in my life felt like a total mess. And I called Kim. It was like an afternoon, I think like last February or something like earlier last year. Yeah. And I was like, I like, I can't do this. Like I need help. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm freaking out. Like, I was bawling. I was total mess. And Kim was so amazing. Like, she was like, okay, like, first of all, take a couple breaths. Like, you're okay. Mm-hmm. And then we just walked through everything that I was feeling. I think we spent, like, two hours on the phone, to be totally honest. 
And since then, I've started doing sessions with Kim and like, you know, uh, mostly weekly. Mm -hmm. We've been mostly doing weekly. And what it looked like for us was um, first, again, reframing the way that I was thinking about myself. And that was a big one. It was something I didn't really notice was the way that I was talking to myself. Yeah. Um, Reframing, also like setting in place um, routines Mm -hmm. and practice, like uh, whether it be like, you know, just my day to day. It's like, it's made such a difference. And through what I really have loved about Kim's approach is that it's actually very, um, it's totally feels like you're the one who's in charge of what's going on. No one, like, I feel like my experiences in therapy were very much like being told. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, we're going to do this therapy yeah. or we're going to do this. And with Kim, it felt very much like, okay, well, let's have a look deeper at like, why are you thinking that? And, you know, even to going as far as to, like, name my brain. Yeah. Like, my brain is named Cecilia. Okay. <laughs> and so I actually tell Cecilia, like, to sometimes shut the fuck up. to shut the fuck up. And actually, Cecilia is, like, this, you know, uh, straight bitch who's always drinking a PSL. Wow. Remember when you told boyfriend. me about, you told me, I finally named Cecilia. I don't know why. And I'm like, well, Cecilia, you're breaking, you're breaking my heart. heart. You're shaking just, my confidence I, daily. Yes. The Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> Isn't that song. Funny? That was the first thing that popped into my head. And yeah. I didn't even Fucking think about Cecilia. it like that. But there you go. It was like the perfect thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just like, you know what, Cecilia? Like, I don't have time for you today. You're going to have to go back to your boyfriend. Like, I don't give a shit. Go back to the gym. What's, like, um, what's Cecilia's boyfriend's name? Uh, I feel like it would be like Curtis or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Chad. 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 Yeah. He's a total Chad. Absolutely. Yeah. But like all the of these things yeah. that we were doing together, ha- like, it's easy for me to get down on myself. And I, and I just want to remind all of our listeners, because I know a lot of you practice mindfulness and a lot of you were on the beginning of your journey, but like, you're not always going to be perfect and that's okay but it's also about noticing that like hey i didn't handle that really well yeah Mm -hmm. exactly like that's also a step in Mm -hmm. mindfulness absolutely so that's kind of just a little glimpse like i feel like the difference between uh of a year ago since practicing with kim um it's like i feel completely different i'm still a crybaby Okay, <laughs> cancer rising. I cry about every single time that I go. Just every session, you because I've never probably. seen. I've never seen. Actually, you cry. most people cry when they meet with me. <laughs> <laughs> and how does that make you feel, Kim? I, you know what? I'm. It is. I don't actually have an opinion about it. It just is what it is. I mean, it can be very like, like I said, practicing mindfulness is hard because you're. It's exhausting. Yeah. Because now you're doing work. Yes. Whereas frustration and anger is very easy. It comes easy to everybody. Like yeah. think about your immediate reaction to things. And it's usually like not the hardest reaction. It's the easiest reaction and stopping to be like, okay, Cecilia or whatever, you know, whatever you're calling your brain Um, or like just, you know, just taking a moment to do the work and decide. Cause I always tell people like, sure, you can look at my Instagram stories and be like, it's not that easy. I suffer from depression, like severe depression at times. And it's kind of like, so I get it. And I've worked with Krista, um, and we did some really great work. Amazing things. On, yeah. yeah. I, so I know it works. And actually bipolar specific bipolar work. Bipolar specific work. And that's the thing is Kim actually like, got oh it. my God, like we've done so much work that has been specific to bipolar. Yeah. So Kim will always individualize your experience, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Oh, nice. And we're not saying it solves everything, but to when I get people telling me like, it's you know, I just can't. Well, the other option is to lie down and die. Like that is the other option mm-hmm. because you have to get through your day. Mm-hmm. I... I'm going to, I'm going to draw something out if you can all picture it. Cause I know people are visual and I think I may have done this at kickstart as well. But like, if you picture yourself, p- picture yourself on a, on a white sheet of paper, let's say, and draw yourself on the left-hand side 
and draw the end of your day on the right-hand side completely. The end of your day is going to happen. You cannot control that. The end of your day is going to be there and you have to get to the end of your day. And you have two paths. Picture a path up top that is hectic and chaotic and just upset and not working on yourself or a nice smooth day. Both of those fucking paths lead you to the end of your day. Why on earth would you want to have that that hectic path? And I know it's, you know, you might think it's not a decision, but it is. 100% it's a decision. Mm-hmm. Because when you start practicing mindfulness, you start to, even I had something in Toronto happen through my work that was like, and it was like, it's radical acceptance of like your reality. It's just, this is what's happening right now. I cannot control all the things around me. I can only control my reaction. And you will always get to the end of your day. Everything that happens, it's not going to matter usually in two weeks. Even when my father died, it was like the hardest thing that ever happened, but I was practicing mindfulness. I cannot control this. Yes, I'm emotional. I'm sad. It is a fact that it is a part of life. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that I can do about that. I cannot stop it. I can be sad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If I'm, you know, it's, it's, it goes, it big things, little things. They're all, they're all things that we react to because we get triggered or we don't like it or it makes us sad or makes us happy. It's all the same. But picture that, picture yourself on the left-hand side of a sheet and the end of your day at the right-hand side and the two paths that you can pick. There's only two paths. Mm-hmm. Pick the right path. Like, do the work because eventually it's not going to feel like work. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? It happens once in a blue moon that I'm driving in my car and, like, I get, like, borderline road ragey because I used to be a road <laughs> – I used to be a road rageaholic. Like, right. and now I'm just, like, whatever. Like, I'm in my car, but, like, there are days where I notice that, like – I'm I'm thinking something negative about the person in front of me and I have to do the work to be like, why are you thinking that way? Why are you judging this person? Are you tired today? Did you not sleep last night? Mindfulness is going to be a little bit harder today, Kim, but you can do it. Yeah. So shut your fucking mouth and like shut off those <laughs> negative thoughts and appreciate that the human in front of you is just trying to live their life as yeah. well. Yeah. And that's it. Those are the time, but that's mindfulness because that's a moment, right? But Outside of that, it doesn't have to be that hard, but it starts, it has to start with being hard. It has to start. Krista knows because we've had moments where she's like, they're like, I'm exhausted. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah." Because then all of a sudden when you're practicing mindfulness, you notice everybody around you who's not practicing mindfulness, who's gossiping, for example. Gossiping is a terrible, terrible habit that people just need to decide. I'm not going to do that anymore. But that is mindfulness. Mindfulness is just having more power over your thoughts. It applies to so many things, but it's exhausting because now you're surrounded by people and you're like, I am trying to work on myself. You're not working on yourself. And now I'm just constantly working. And even like, um, maybe you could speak a little bit to this, but, um, when I, I think when you start on the journey, it's a little bit lonely. Yeah. Yeah. It is lonely because, you know, you want to be living your best life and you want to choose this path, the less chaotic one. And then you have all these people in your life that you love Mm -hmm. that you want to support. So a good example is, you know, if you have somebody in your life that they're not practicing mindfulness, I always say like, are you complaining or are you asking for help? And that is my biggest thing. Like if I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, like, you're not going to believe what Krista said to me today. And it was so fucking annoying <laughs> versus, Hey bro, you know, Krista pretty well. She said this thing to me today. And I, yeah. I'm wondering like where it came from. Do you think maybe it's something that I said? And that's, you say that to one person, by the way, you don't go around saying that to a million people, but you find ask for someone help. that you tr- you trust. Find some, and- you know, they always say like rant to one person, but I'm not a ranter. I really am not. I will ask for help with one person. Jay and I will bounce ideas off each other, but it's never coming. And once you... But you're never complaining. You're asking for help. You're asking for help. You're like, instead of like, but that's how we rephrase things. Yeah. Because again, what I said earlier was that 
I'm using Krista as an example because they're sitting right here, but like Krista is their own, that has their own brain and says their own things. And if Krista would say something, has mm-hmm. never said something annoying, but like if said something that would annoy me, I would probably just tell Krista because I'm at that place in my life. But if I'm not, I might turn to and say, you know them really well. Like mm-hmm. instead of being like, oh my God. Actually, anytime you start with, oh my God, you're not going in the right direction. Like, <laughs> oh and, my God. Unless it's, it's going to be exciting. Look at her. Look life. at these pants. But like, so again, it's like, we're, it, it's, it all ties in together. It's kind of yeah. like, it's just an easier way to be. And it is lonely because you'll meet other friends. And of course, when you have a friend that's like, oh my God, Kim, like they want you to jump in because they're not practicing mindfulness and they need that mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. to feel like they have allies and you're not going to buy into that. But now they're being weird because you're not supporting the gossip. Yes. And now all yes. of a sudden yeah. it feels yeah. like I'm betraying my friend. It's this whole thing. But then you start to find your people. Yes. You start to find the people that when you hang out with them, it's just lovely as fuck. Like there doesn't, but, but that is a drug. Like, mm-hmm. Putting other people down is a nasty drug that people get into because it feels good in the moment. Mm. And we don't realize that we're doing it. But once you start to realize, like, I can be in a group and just say kind things. And it's about reframing your things. Like, t- you want to talk about a friend? I've, I have started off when I was feeling lonely saying that to my friends. Listen, if you're going to talk about somebody when they're not here, I just want to hear about how they're thriving, what they've got going on, how we can support them. Thus, that I don't want to know who they broke up with, who they cheated on, who cheated on them. I don't want to hear that shit because it's none of my fucking business, first of all. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I really don't. You could tell me anything and I'd be like, okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. Like, yeah. you know, and so yeah. it's, it is lonely. Yeah. But then, but then it's lonely be- and it's hard, but then it gets easier. And then yeah. you start to realize the people that you can have a positive effect on. I was telling this to Krista. Once you start practicing mindfulness, you are in a hundred percent in a position to help others practice mindfulness yes. as well. And yes. if they don't yes. want to, that is fair. Mm-hmm. That is okay. It's not an easy thing. No judgment. Also though, I do not have to put myself around you if you're not practicing mindfulness. If every yeah. time I, t- I see you, you tell me how fucking busy you are and how stressed you are and I'm just not there for it yeah. because I don't want to hear it. Like we all have stuff going on. If you feel stressed and out of control, then control what you put on your plate. That's all it is. Yeah. And, and Absolutely. you know what I mean? And yeah. I now will surround myself. And again, no judgment. I'll never be like, oh my God, that person keeps saying how busy they are. I'm so annoyed. No, zero judgment, mm-hmm. love, respect, but also I don't want to be around you because you're not putting in the work. Yeah. Exactly. And that's okay. You're just not there. We talked yeah. about that last time. People that are hard to work with, people that hire me and they're just... They want to have a life coach. They're just not ready to have a life coach yeah. to break to them and be yeah. like, listen, come back to me when you are ready to do these things. Yeah. And yeah. It's, again, no harm. No, it's just, you're just yeah. not ready. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I wasn't ready a long time ago. Oh yeah. my God. And it, it's so true. And like, honestly, like I, you know, I, I, I actually have recently felt like I've reached a new hurdle in my mindfulness journey. Yes. I love um, a hurdle. Right. Not, not that you're going always, through it. Which is always changing. Like, but there was a moment where I did feel really lonely and, um, you know, and I think like this is actually part of the reason why Brian and I wanted to make this podcast. Like we, we want to be able to make things accessible. We want to be able to have like real conversations mm-hmm. that are healthy. Like mm-hmm. I think that, and I think that we've fostered that so far. Like, so and, far. and also the yeah. point is that we're always opening to, to learning more. hundred percent. And like, I'm never going to say that I know best. Like, no. you know what I mean? But it's like, since I started practicing mindfulness, the people, the relationships in my life, actually relationships that I worried I was going to lose have blossomed into something totally different. And I think that's and beautiful. And I think what the, what's actually beautiful about that is that like maybe what we were bonding over before wasn't serving either of us. 
Yes. And here we are. And like one of us maybe took this like step, but you were ready, you know, you followed. So that's all that matters. Yeah. And you never know what that's going to be. And so you you can't be scared to live in a way that makes you happy. And you should never feel guilty about that either. Like this is your life. Yeah. You have one. Yeah. Yeah. And when it's gone, it's 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 gone. Shorter than you And you deserve every day to live your best life. I know we all say live your best life, but you deserve every day. If you are coming home every day and you're stressed or most days and you're stressed and people are annoying you, then, then there's some work that needs to be done on on you, on yourself. Uh, Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If other people, because no, honestly, not that many, I don't even get annoyed with people anymore. And I swear people find it hard to believe, but I don't really get annoyed with people because yeah. it all goes back to what I was saying. Like everybody is so different. Doesn't I mean it doesn't mean I don't think what you're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. And and it's not an opinion. It's like you know if you're going around hurting people, whatever. And I don't I don't think you're less than. Yeah. I think maybe you need some work to do. But it's like choosing the people that you want to be around. Yeah. Or if I have people that are just constantly insist on like gossiping about other people, mm-hmm. no judgment, but mm-hmm. also like you're not the right person for me in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you yeah. Go. You know what you're I not mean? Like vibrating at that frequency. No, yeah, yeah we need to yeah. lift each other up. And, yeah. and again, it, we hear the word mindfulness so often that I think like people are just like, ugh, mindfulness. But shut up. But it's, it applies to every fucking it does. situation. It does. It, I mean, it's not like it, it applies all the time. Yes. And then like Cecilia. And it, that bitch. That bitch. Uh, that <laughs> but like your your, your conversations with your mind should be like any other relationship. You should have a relationship with your brain. Yes. And, and realize when it's serving you and when it's yes. not serving you. And that comes from a long time ago. I won't delve into that. But there's a reason our brains do that. Yeah. It's from evolution and what we used to have to protect ourselves against. And yeah. the hesitation that we have because of, of so many things. But like if you start to have a relationship with your brain. Yes. And you can in the that, same way. Yeah. Right? Then you yeah. can then you can assess when it's serving you when it's not serving you. You can yeah. tell it to you know we're safe. It's fine yeah. yeah or hey you know what um you're thinking negative thoughts about this person that you're watching well and it can happen to it could be a good friend or you can see somebody on the street and be like why the fuck are you wearing that in your head right mm-hmm, nobody mm-hmm. has to know mindfulness is something <laughs> yeah. no but mindfulness is something you do for you because yeah, if yeah, i'm absolutely. judging you right now yeah. you'll never know but the reason to do it is for yourself yes. because it doesn't serve absolutely. you because at the end of each day you're gonna feel like the integrity and the self-respect that you will have for yourself if you stop doing that shit yes. is yeah. incredible. It's like a drug. I can only describe yeah. it as a drug. Right. And I used to be really different. I used to be so mad. And mm-hmm. I think it stems from the abuse that I had when I was young because I just felt like I'm angry. And and without saying it, mm-hmm. I just felt like I, I I could do whatever the fuck I want. I went around hurting people because I just, I was hurt. I've been hurt. I've been, I've been hurt. hurt. And it wasn't like, I've been hurt, so I'm going to hurt you. That's just the way I was living my life yeah. until yeah. it's just like, you know what? It's not even a conscious thought. But yeah. And it's like... Nobody made me change. I decided to change because I wasn't happy. That's yeah. what, that when you're watching somebody and, and you think, oh, they're too happy, then you have to have some work to do. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. look at all those selfies. You have some work to do. Anytime you judge somebody, you need to do the work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're not, I, I said today, like if you're not doing the work, then something's not working. Yeah. Right. Because Absolutely. you need to do the work. We all, yeah. I'm doing work all the time. We're all doing work all the time, you know? Yeah. And I think like, even like we said, I mean, even though I call her Cecilia sometimes, um, the relationship with my brain has changed enormously, you know? Yeah. Um, what is your brain's name again? Uh, you know what? I was calling my brain Chip for a bit there, and then Chip. I just stopped. I just, I, <laughs> yeah, you know what, it's weird yeah. because I was like, I've had, I've realized over time that I've had different names for it, but mm. I actually don't even, now it's just like, I just, it's a gentle like, hey, we're fine. Yes. Oh, wow. Like, hey, yes. and I actually will call myself Kim sometimes. I'm like, all right, Kim, that was a little extra. 
Yeah. And like, why do you think you're feeling like this right yeah. now? I will talk to myself as though I'm a client. Yeah. You right, know, quote yeah. unquote. But it's just so interesting to realize, you know, we all have days. Yeah. yeah. You know, nobody's Absolutely. perfect. That's true. Yeah. But it's about a not this is another thing too, practicing non judgment. It's like, hey, I'm having a harder day. It doesn't mean fuck it. Yeah. You know, I'm having a day. It's kind of like, okay, if you're late in the morning, you're late. You can't control that. You can work towards that not happening. And that means being more organized, blah, 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 et cetera. Work backwards. Work backwards. Mm -hmm. But that's a whole other thing. But like, if you're already late, you know, it's like the decision that you're going to have an equally as good of a day is your decision. Or you could just be like, well, fuck it. My day's ruined. Yeah. Then you need to do the work. Yeah. Like people around you do not need to feel your wrath just because <laughs> shit's gone wrong. Absolutely. You know? And how shit- awful is it being around someone when you can feel the anger radiating off them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like at work, for example. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I think that's the common misconception is that, well, I'm allowed to be in a bad mood. No, that's not true. Yeah. You're allowed to have a, a hard thing happen to you. Yes. You're allowed to feel something about it. Mm-hmm. But I firmly believe, and people might disagree, but like you don't get to walk around being in a bad mood. No. That is rude and selfish and inconsiderate. Yeah. Because absolutely. the people in your life are trying to serve you as well as trying, you know what I mean? The people yeah. that love you, you know, and, and, and honestly, in two weeks, it won't matter that you were late. Exactly. Like, I want to look exactly. back at my day, like if you lose your keys or something, you know, like it's a challenge for me to like be very calm and zen and be like, this is the reality. I lost my keys. Screaming and kicking and fussing and swearing is not going to bring them back. Looking for them <laughs> is going to bring them back. Yeah. Or, you know what? Moving on to something else and just accepting that that is the fact. Exactly. And thinking of the worst... I just, what, I'm going to get my keys remade? Sure, inconvenient, but worth huffing and puffing and like making everybody else around me miserable? No. no. Yeah, And that is a decision. Yeah. But again, that takes work because yes. the easy thing is just to have your normal reaction. That's I'm right. fucking yeah. pissed off. Yes. You know, fuck my life when people say that? Yeah. It kills me. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, really? And I know it's just an expression, but like, yeah. how extreme is that? Yeah. Like, I'm like, like fuck my really... life. No, fuck like, yeah, fuck my life. life. FML. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, my life. I'm alive. Fuck yeah, my life. Uh, <laughs> I'm an FYML. Hashtag? I'm an fuck F- yeah, my life. FYML all yeah. the time. I love that. And it's kind of like, but that's what we do. We just go to our automatic autopilot reaction. I'm pissed. I'm annoyed. But once you start talking to your brain and having that relationship, you'll find that is actually yes. virtually impossible to get frustrated and annoyed for a long period of time. You're allowed to have those moments. And I think like, and honestly, like I, even though we're laughing about like Cecilia and blah, 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 I actually can't even remember the last time I called my brain Cecilia. Yeah. It has deepened, even just like the, like initially it was a great way for me to bring my awareness to my thoughts. Yes. But I honestly feel so much compassion for myself. Yes. And like, that is a really different thing. Yeah. And I think it's something that everybody can try even just right now. It's like have some compassion for yourself because we need that just as much as you need to put that out into the world. You need to bring it in as well. And Mm -hmm. so I'm thinking like maybe if we can just think of, I don't know, maybe if you had something prepared or, um, or not or something you could think of, but something that like, okay, so I'm going to give an example and I think that you'll be able to pull me out of it. Okay. So if, I am angry because something has just happened at work. Yeah. If I am angry because my partner has, you know, whatever, we're in a fight. Mm-hmm. If I'm angry because my best friend made plans with me and then canceled to hang out with her boyfriend. Yeah. Or at Playland. At Playland. <laughs> yeah. How dare you not invite me? Mm-hmm. Um, all of these things, whatever it is, I'm having a moment where my heart is beating faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'm shaking. I'm starting to have anxiety. I'm angry. Mm-hmm. but I want to practice mindfulness. What do you think, what is something that we can say to our listeners right now, like to bring us down? I think, I mean, taking 
a few deep breaths is always really important. Mm-hmm. How many? How many breaths? Just three, four. Uh, is there I would a magic t- number? I, what's your? Uh, what was yours? <laughs> eight. Eight. Did eight you see breaths. my eyes light up? I'm yeah. like, please. Say like, eight. what does he want to do? What does he want to do? Eight. Well, I mean, eight you know breaths. what? I take I take deep breaths, but I also I mean. And this is a whole other topic, but uh, I practice meditation mm-hmm. every morning. And meditation, I do it as a form of strengthening my mindfulness muscle because that when you're practicing mindfulness, you're allowing the thoughts, the reality to settle in and then just accept it and let it pass, you know? And I, that's but, a great step. But that is so, yeah. so I, I would practice meditation in that moment, but like a quick one, mm-hmm. but just taking your deep breaths and then just, you know, goes back to what I was saying. For me, it always helps to just understand what it is that I'm thinking, mm-hmm. what I'm feeling, and then mm-hmm. to just assess the fact, like I'm dealing, usually you're dealing with, it's always going to be another human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, more unless you're not. mad at global warming, but global warming is from a human being anyways. Yeah. Or, or Wally bit you. <laughs> or, or Wally. But <laughs> it's, it's a question. Remember that he's a cat. But like, no, but it's a question of like understanding again, that everybody has their own brain that works in their own and that's where we start to when we get upset it's because we don't understand mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. those two are very heavily correlated so yeah your friend canceled on you to go to Playland with her boyfriend your brain doesn't have all the information so your brain is filling in the blanks and it's frustrating because you feel like and is, exactly. it, is your brain usually really bad at filling in the blanks yeah, oh yeah your brain has no fucking clue cecilia does your brain want it? like i feel like when my brain fills in the blanks it wants to hurt me yeah yeah. But it's yeah. the same yeah. thing. Okay, I'm going to give a common example that, oh, this is such a good one. I'll see, like, on Instagram that, like, a couple of my friends are, like, hanging out together. And now they're, and it's like, why wasn't I invited? But then it's like, wait a minute. I think we've all, like, felt I mean, that. I don't feel that yeah. way. I don't really feel FOMO, but, like, it's that. I do. <laughs> but I'm the FOMO but, like, king. When, when you think about it, right? When you reason it, that's mm-hmm. how I, I like to reason. I'm a, I, I'm a reasonable person. I'm thinking, okay. Krista and Coda, I'm going to use them again as examples, are doing this thing. And now they're out with uh, Anna and Jessica, let's say, and I wasn't invited, right? Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I, I mean, I, these are things that people come to me with. So I'm just using, yeah. trying to use an example. We get frustrated at those things, but we stop, we forget that like circumstantially those things happen. So like, yeah. let's say you and Jay and I are walking down the street and we're having breakfast at Red Wagon and you and Coda happen to be there. And it's like, you oh know, we run Let's into each other together. and now we've had breakfast and a couple of drinks. And now we want to go have more drinks. At what point do we stop and say, wait a minute, should we invite our friends? We should check our Rolodex yeah. <laughs> and call everybody that means something to us. That never fucking happens. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. So why is it that when two, but that comes from insecurity again, yeah. mindfulness, why is this happening in my brain? I am feeling right now. Like I just wasn't important to be there when in reality, We've all done the same thing. But and they would love goes, for you to be there of probably. Of course, our brain you know goes I mean? into autopilot and yeah. tries to fill in the blanks. Yes. Yes. Oh, they just probably didn't call me. But it's like, <laughs> first of all, everybody has... conspiring against Yeah, me, everybody yeah? has so many yeah. friends. They it's hate like, me. You know what? It's all circumstance. It's kind of yeah. like, why do we do that to ourselves? Yeah. The reason I get people to name their brains, by the way, is that so it can make you realize that if somebody else was like, hey, Kim, nobody likes you. It's like, <laughs> fuck you, man. Yeah. But like when I'm like, nobody likes me, it's like... Wait a minute. Accepted. I have to realize it's accepted. Yeah. It's like, oh, my brain's thinking it. It's, it's, it's really a good way true. to make you realize that, hey, stand up for yourself. Yes. Because if somebody else yes. was being shitty, you would stand up for yourself, hopefully. Yeah. But so when true. your brain is being shitty, you're just like, oh, I guess I am a loser. I have no friends. Yeah. So it's kind of like when you name your brain, it's a really good way to be like, oh, yeah, it's a third party telling me something shitty about me. Yeah. No Excuse thanks. Me. Not uh, interested. Not accepted. But like that is a scenario like, you know, somebody frustrates you at work. It's like, hey, like, you're dealing with another human being that's got their own brain, that's got their own neural pathways, that's had their own very specific day. Maybe they've been triggered. Maybe they haven't. Maybe they don't mm-hmm. speak that like, and now they've said something to you that you just, why? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's the why. But if we eliminate the why and we go, it just is. Yeah. You see, take the why out and put the is in and then you're yeah. like, oh, it's yes. fine then. Because it's not personal. Nobody's going, hey, Krista, I'm going to say something fucking shitty to you to piss you off. It's just something, no, that's just the way it's, I talk. It's an outlash or whatever it is in, in there and you don't have to take it on. No. And I think actually one also thing that I just remembered that Kim told me one time that I found really helpful and I think this can be applied to honestly every situation. It's not just a relationship situation. Yeah. But... Kim told me, um, when you start to feel panicked, yeah. pretend you're single. Yeah. And this was a really good one for me because... Okay, th- now, this is interesting. Yeah. So not pretend you're single, like go out and bang people or whatever, but just like, what would you be doing if you weren't worried about what this person is doing? Yes. And oh, yeah. So, wow. Because this is the control thing. It's yeah. the control thing. Oh, okay. And so like, but this can also... I've applied this to friendships when it was you know like and do you just pretend you're not friends like what would i do no, if i wasn't friends I, I don't even think, i don't i don't even think it's about that but i think it's about bringing my awareness back to like how about you focus on what you want to do okay. and then i'm like oh, well actually i wanted to do this this and this so it's like maybe my plans have changed or like yeah. something has happened that was out of my control mm-hmm. and has changed a plan yeah i am therefore going to say okay i can either sit here and say what oh. Leave me like this, you know, freak out, have a big fat cry, have a meltdown like toddler. Or yeah, I could say, hey, Krista, your afternoon just freed up. Yeah. What do you want to do? Thank you. Not the why, but the is. Yeah. But it's also that. But again, full circle, because when you are practicing mindfulness and you decide to surround yourself with people, if you're surrounding yourself with people that like to gossip and say shitty things, of course, and they're your friends. And they're not practicing mindfulness. They cancel on you. What are you picturing them doing? The same shit that they do when they're with you. If you surround yourself with people that are like, when you hang out, you're like, oh my gosh, did you hear about so-and-so? They just got that great job. We should take them out to dinner. That's amazing. I'm so stoked for them. They're thriving. Mm -hmm. Then when you're not there, you can practice mindfulness and be like, oh, I'm going to understand that I'm not there circumstantially, but I know these people so well. Mm -hmm. I trust this circle. Yes. Yes. And it's like, even to get to a place where sometimes we are, I mean, we all experience it. I don't walk around feeling like confident all the time. Like I have days, you know, where I'm just like, what am I doing? Right. But again, it's about practicing mindfulness and being honest with my wife and my friends be like, I'm feeling vulnerable today. That is okay. But once you find your people, then you get this thing where you just have to get to feed off each other. And when they're not there, you know that they want the best for you. And it just, it just starts to like build. But I mean, fuck, we could solve the world problems if we just like all practice 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 mindfulness. mindfulness. Yeah. You know, like just being aware that everybody has their own struggles. It's so hard to be mad at people. Like Manny and I had a discussion recently about like, do you think that there are any shitty people in the world? And my answer was no. I think people do shitty things, Mm -hmm. but how Mm -hmm. fucking blessed and privileged are we if we are not out in the world killing people for example yeah. because people that do that kind of shit there's something going on up here and like it's turmoil like yeah, yeah we're and, so privileged yeah. to like and not want to yeah like exactly. just yeah. live like try try to be our main focus is practicing mindfulness and getting better as humans you know what i mean like that is yeah. a privilege it's it's also and i say this about people that don't want to practice mindfulness or they're not ready i hear you because it is a privilege to be at a place where you're ready Yes. And we forget that yeah. sometimes. And again, it goes back to like, oh, that person's really gossipy. No, I always say, you know what? I prefer not to be around that person because they're not practicing mindfulness right now, but I have a lot of respect for them because they're on their own path. Yes. And that and kind of language, so important. yeah, that yeah. kind of language, even when you're just saying it to yourself, again, what happens in your head is your own business, mm-hmm. but like That's you right. need to make it a nice place up there because yeah. that is your space. It's so important. And if That's there's right. positivity in there, then it's kind of like that will seep out of you. And people yes. will, and, and Krista can testify to this, people will want to be around you 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. we are so lucky because when you're practicing mindfulness and you're kind and you're considerate, you are well surrounded. And yes. we have to remember that some people don't have that because yes. they're just not ready or they're not at that place and they just don't have it yet. And yes. it's okay. Yeah. Yes. We're all on our own path. It's so important to That's have right. compassion. And I feel like this is so cool because, and it's so great to have you back on the show because, um, you know, like I said, a lot of our listeners are also uh, on their journey to practicing mindfulness and um, reach out to us a lot. So we yeah. just also want to extend this kind of conversation to our listeners. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, always. We yes. always want to. Always, yeah. always. And so, you know, we're always here. You can DM us on Instagram. You can follow Kim. Kim has so many amazing tips during the week. Yeah. Um, Kim's weekly happiness tip is like my favorite thing of the week. Yeah. I look forward to it. I every love it. Week. What about what's in Jay's pocket? Okay, uh, that's okay. my fave. I love what's in Jay's pocket. <laughs> yeah. What's in Jay's pocket is cute. The yeah. weekly happiness tip is actually like it's yes. it's can be and the mindful moments. It's We're doing so the mindful important. moments now too. Yeah, We're, mindful moments. Me and my myself (laughs) me myself and i are doing mindful moments the mindful moments are good too yeah tons of good stuff on there yeah and and i will answer if you write in i will reply to you and if i don't write back and be like yo because i do get a lot of messages now but i do i I take the time and they mean so much to me the fact that people will listen to my stories and message me to tell me that it had an impact yeah i love it and it feeds my soul and i will take the time to write back so like write in and like don't feel like you can't ask me a question because you're not hiring me as your life coach. Per- yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Kim is mm-hmm. one of the most, I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like if I had, if I didn't know Kim, 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 Kim. Um, like all I can tell you is if you're listening and you don't know Kim, believe me, you can absolutely ask her and you can absolutely ask us anything. Yeah. Um, we want to do a little Instagram takeover soon with Kim. Yes. So maybe that will be happening the week this comes out. Ooh, yeah. ooh, let's there do we it. Go. Where you can ask some questions. I haven't even run that by, but I just knew that she'd yeah. be okay with yeah, that. I so, love an Instagram takeover. Um, and I think, do you, does anyone, do you have any more questions or anything else you'd like to add? Or Well, I just know like, apart from being a life coach extraordinaire, yes. Kim Jana is a very, very busy person. Yes. And I saw something on your story that intrigued me earlier because yes. I happen to love the same color combination. Oh. Um, I think it's important for our listeners to know that Kim Jana side hustles, you guys. <laughs> she side hustles like a mofo. Yes. And I want you to tell our listeners and us a little bit more about what you do for side hustles because side hustles are so important. Yeah. They're becoming more and more in mainstream. Vancouver? Oh, yeah. Crucial. They're essential. They're essential. They're important. They're mainstream. And you do them as well. So what do you do? Side hustles, not even to buy a house. Side hustles just right. to live your life. Just to live. Just to buy some beer once We're all rent broke, Just to buy some beer. I am the field marketing um, representative for Paps Blue Ribbon. So what that means basically Yay. is I do all the guerrilla marketing for Western Canada. So everything Alberta past here. Yeah. Um, past here. All the way. Past here. And <laughs> wherever I, I we are. What saying. Past here. You know, here to dare. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about that color combo. I, I run Serial Thrifter. I have um, another line obviously called Too Fucking Fancy. We spelled it out earlier. and We did. And there's no number four in it? No number four in it. <laughs> we are launching a jacket collection. called, okay. And the, the collection's called Kamsa. Like Kamsa. this. I'm so excited. It's so exciting. I mean, I the, the these jackets are going to be something else. And um, I will, I mean, I will let Back Chat know when it's happening because there's going to be a do. fashion show. Oh, um, yes. I hope I get to be in it. Krista is going to be in it for sure. <laughs> I'm like, just, yeah, Chris is going to be in it for sure. Me. <laughs> uh, and there's the life coaching going on. Okay. And um, yeah, we're also doing an event now once a month called Connecting the Dots, which is for people who want to get, if you want to get better at social media, because social media is a thing, you know, like it's a and job. It, it's and not going anywhere. Yes, it's not it going anywhere. Is. And I am, you know, I'm not good at a lot of it. I'm good at some of it, but these sessions have been amazing. We've had two so far. 
Um, the next one is on uh, May 16th. Okay. Message if you want to know more. But basically, we're talking PBRs because that's what I do. We're talking snacks, beer, people in a room that yeah. also want to learn. And then when it's over, everybody just wants to stay and like love each other and chat. Yes. And okay. love each other in a safe for work environment, of course. And I love that. No nudity. Yes, that's right. And so no, that's a, yet. no nudity. No yet. nudity. Yet. Oh, okay, I'm out. No yeah. nudity. I'm sorry. Yet. So you won't catch Brian, but you will catch me um, at the next session, which is May 16th at Potaloo. That's down on Francis and Clark, I believe, yeah. Yeah. on the corner there. And so yeah, if you want to come hang out, I actually met a listener at our last. Yes. Um, uh, connecting the dots session. Yeah. And so shout out to you. We're so intertwined. Everybody is and, just like, And it was so great. Like, it was so cool because I just introduced myself and I was like, hey, I'm Chris blah, blah, And she was like, I know. And yes! I was like, I was like, oh, she's like, oh, I found you through Kim. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. That's what I so love. Cool. Right. So, um, I would, if you know, if you want to come down and hang out, I know that Brian and I are planning to do a meetup in the summertime Sometime, at some point, somewhere. maybe in August. We were Ooh. thinking destination undisclosed. A meetup for the listeners, just for the back, yeah. chat. For the back chat, and just yes. we want to throw a party, a back chat party for our listeners. And there will be PR. Ain't yeah. no party like a back chat party. That's right. And to go back to the connecting the dots, I I can't make May sixteenth not That's because right. of the lack of nudity, oh. but because I already had something in my yeah. bullet journal. You guys, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Brian had to clear that, clarify that because well, yeah. he's a Libra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah. And I just wanted you to know, like, whether there's not nudity or not, nudity, it would not be... It would a, not be a thing. It would not ma- be a prerequisite to me uh, attending the event. And so, about the hat, because I, I posted about it today, I get very excited. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll notice I get excited about my marketing job because, it, you know, it's always fun to, like, learn things and try different things. And marketing is like that. You try things. And uh, you'll hear me talk about, like, my weekly happiness tip, uh, my cats, Jay and I, and... Uh, yeah, Paps Blue Ribbon. I talk about that a lot. But every year we do a, a line of new era hats. Yeah. They're collectors yes. now. And, you know, it's always like, what's the color going to be next year? And, and we all submit our ideas. And I wanted for 2019, I wanted a... It's still on my Instagram if you want. Well, it's not going to be I, there by then, but yeah. we can we can figure out a way Maybe to get on there. Maybe we can post it we can. to Backchat. It's, I it's would a, love, if you could take a photo of it, we yeah. would love to post it to Backchat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. when we launch that, we can do that. When you launch it, we. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. But it's a, it's, it's baby great. blue and brown and with white writing. It says Paps. So if you know the hats, they're, they're always different every year. They are not going to be, these hats are not going to be in the mainstream collection that you can get like in a uh, in a store they're, they're just going to be a limited edition on the side but seeing it in and, the flesh today Kim, how limited are they there's 18 of them That's oh my insane. god there's only 18 of these hats wow there's 18 of these hats so uh, in guerrilla marketing it's so much fun because you get to work with local artists or like you get to come up with right now we bought a recreational vehicle and it's going to be the pbrv and we're converting it as we speak into That's a amazing. mobile dj booth right and so it's like the things like that that we do that's so much fun and you just like just have to like, I, like I told Krista, like put it out there into the world and then take off your creative hat and put on your business hat and be like, how did it do? Yeah. So this hat today, uh, my boss was in town from Toronto yeah. and he handed it to me and I got weepy. I, I got, I got the goosies like Jennifer Lopez has been saying on uh, World of Dance. If you haven't seen World of Dance, you need to stop your life right now and go see it. I'm obsessed. But yeah, it gave me the goosies. That's oh my so God, cute. cute. Yeah. That's amazing. I haven't even seen this yet, so I'm you stoked. You need to watch. You're going to, like, baby blue and brown. The color combo is fantastic. I'm stoked to see and it. I can't, I can't wait. To, yeah, I'm going to show you right now. I'm going to show it right now. Because. Do it. Please do it. Oh, 
Oh, Isn't wow. that great? Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's right? fantastic. Yeah. I, like, it made my day when I saw it. That's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. That's great. So last year, it was all about the black on black, which was done in an 18 quantity run. It's right. like yeah. a black hat with black paps, and you have to be up close to see it. It's so good. This year, the black on black is going to be part of the three. Uh, you can get it as a gift with purchase or enter okay. to win. Oh, so cool. So we're making a lot of those. There's going to be a maroon one, a black on black, and a black and camo one. Ooh. Cool. Ooh, black Very and cool. camo. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Stoked. So I feel Anyways. like Camel, yeah, it's back with a vengeance, isn't it? Yeah, I have always loved Camel. I'm not going to lie. And I Me mean, too, of actually. course, you know, yeah. there's different opinions out there about Camel, but I love it and uh, I'm sticking to my story. Well, you're allowed to love it and stick to that story. I yeah. actually just posted a couple of days ago on my personal Instagram or my close friend's Instagram. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, you know how you can choose your close friends? Yes. So I posted on there at just a throwback to Dorina jeans. Because, yes, I saw that. Okay, did you, did you ever wear Dorina jeans? No, but I wore... Um, Parasuko stretch jeans, very oh, similar. Okay, yeah. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so funny. So yeah, and I was just laughing so hard because someone messaged me and they were like, "Oh my god, I, like I was never allowed to have those." And I was like, "Yeah, they were a one inch zipper. All of our pubes showed." Yeah, and um, it was just like it was so funny because, and then she's like, "Oh." And I was always so jealous of my friend who had the hot pink camo Darinas uh. with the one inch zipper. Are you jealous now? Am I jealous? Yeah. Are you jealous looking back now? Or no. Or are you like no, no, dodged no, no. I'm bullet just, there? I'm just laughing at like the hilarity of like fashion and, yeah. and like trends yeah. and things like that. Because I just remember wearing those with – well, I I didn't get Dorinas because I wasn't allowed to wear Dorinas. But once I started making my own money, <laughs> I – you know, at 14, I like went up to the store. It was called Mix and Match in Richmond yeah. Center Mall. And I got these like – um, like jeans with like the nope pockets on the butt, super flattering, by the way. And they had like this leather string that like tied up, like there was no zipper, it was just like this little leather string. <laughs> yes. And then they were like tight, and then they had rhinestones above the knee, and then the from the knee down, it was like suede flare. Yeah, wow. like cow skin suede flare. flare. Holy shit! Do you? I wish I still had them. I was like, honestly, yeah. like put that on Cyril Thrift. I feel like they're right? in a museum somewhere. Oh my god, I actually like to this day, like I felt so cool wearing those pants, and like people made fun of me so hard. But it was like the actual first time that I was like, "Fuck you, I know this is cool." Yeah, <laughs> like I, I was like, I didn't care, yeah. and I was like, I have been bullied a lot, but I was like, no, I know this is dope. Yeah. Like are you, you guys looking? are just behind the legit. times. Yeah, you guys are behind yeah. the times. So yeah. yeah, I mean, also shout out to fashion. Shout out to fashion. Shout uh, out to um, two fucking fancy. Shout out to serial thrifter. Yeah. Shout out to zero fucks life coach. That's right. Uh, Kim Jenna, we have plugged you more than a vision dick in a block of Swiss cheese. <laughs> Fuck, that was so good. Now, <laughs> in when, a block of Swiss cheese. When you eat Swiss cheese, sometimes you get sleepy. Yes. And sometimes when you sleep, you, your head hits the pillow. Yeah. And when your head hits the pillow, you take a little journey to <gasps> in, in your, your dreams. dreams. <sighs> By the way, I just had the biggest deja vu. Did you? You just deja vu. I did too. What? Just now? Yeah, just now. I've Me too. I've never had simultaneous. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not be a part of it. I've never had their simultaneous faces. deja vu. Oh my god! I literally, I thought, as we were. Oh, that's good for us. That's crazy. Yeah. So good for us. Oh my gosh. Wow. I should become a deja vuologist. You should. Oh yeah. Deja- oh, we have an accredited you're university accredited now. Yeah. Oh, okay. You are now a deja vuologist. Yes. Yeah. There's no more should become. You are. I am. Yeah, you are. Yes. I. Um, All the way to apologize. Um, well, okay, so I had a dream. So last week, on last week's episode, yeah. it was my coming out episode as non-binary. It was. And I've been tripping over pronouns left, right, and center. So everyone's going to have to bear with me. And but it's a learning process. Yeah, it is a learning it process. And it's an, an important learning yes. process. Absolutely. And I'm actually kind of excited to see, like, 
like see how this changes like um like how we are gonna address this like in our episodes i think it'll be really interesting and also good for our listeners to hear because truth be told of course when it's like if if someone comes up to you as whatever it is there's a transition period Mm -hmm. and where and i think especially with pronouns it's like we are we have a culture that isn't very aware of um other pronouns other than in english speaking um cultures because i know that there's other cultures and other languages that don't even have pronouns and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but regardless that's it's not about the pronouns it's about actually the bigger picture which is that um like i don't identify as a woman or a man yeah and um and i've talked about that last episode but so i won't get into that but we had a dream i had a dream you did have a so and as we know because of this episode i've been talking about um uh, my experience with Kim. So yes. I messaged to Kim this dream because it was so weird. And then I was like, Brian, we have to do this for back chat. Yeah. And he analyzed the dream. Like, I actually don't even know what he's done yet, but Ooh, he was excited. like, Oh my God, like, this is crazy for what you've just yeah. told us. Um, and, and this was, I think I had this dream like early April. So, yeah. uh, this episode is coming out, I, I think the last week of like, april 29th i think this Somewhere comes out in and around so this there. was yeah. like early april that i had this dream so before we even recorded the um uh the episode where i came out as non-binary yeah and um so okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you it okay and it sounds so funny but it apparently had it a really something. big oh, meaning yeah it's prophetic it's like it's it's huge i love yeah. it so let's yeah let's hear the dream it's, so I'm stoked. it's, it's a super fun dream too okay so I had a dream that Kim and I were going to Toronto for the weekend to get silver needles from a silver show that was happening there because everyone was grossed out by gold plated. It was like, ew, like gold plated, like, ew, that's gross, like silver only. And so we were like, okay, cool, that's dope. So we were going to melt the silver down and then make a new cereal thrifter line with this silver that we were getting. With melted down silver. With melted down silver. As one does. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Why not? Just go find a smelter and you're in business. Yeah. And so we were like, okay, well, we're going to Toronto. It's like a big trip. Let's party while we're there. So we were, I think we were going to, we were going to mail um, some, some party, party snacks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we were going to mail some party snacks um, to Toronto beforehand. And so we were like looking through, Kim was like, I don't know where this is so uh, we were like she kept oh she was opening up her coat (laughs) and in the coat there was like all of this like pubic hair inside the jacket lining of the coat okay i don't that's actually my real life for sure (laughs) by the way chris is holding her arm i'm holding my arm okay you know when i'm doing the same thing yeah (laughs) with my arm because i couldn't help myself and kim sitting in the middle of her outstretched arm But okay, so you know when like it's like the shells were like watches, and the and the 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 guy like opens up his coat, and there's a whole bunch of like pocket watches. It was like that, but like the whole thing was like lined with like luxurious long pubic hair. Wow, luxurious. That's how I describe my pubic hair. Yeah, so and long, luxurious and long. (laughs) And so we kept finding these party snacks in this in this clothes in this jacket. Okay, and we were just like laughing so hard, and because. Like, I was trying to find all of it. And Kim was like, I just got this from my mom. And I was, like, (laughs) trying to pull it out. And, like, and then I was, like, finding it in, like, in her sleeves. And, like, and also cumin and also turmeric spice. I would find in packets. In packets? In packets. Like, what kind of packets? Like, little plastic packages. Okay. And then, so I was, like, 
I was like pulling these things out and we were like laughing our asses off, like dying laughing about this. Like it was so funny. And it was like, there's this big joke that it was like, Kim is like always losing things in in her pockets and pubic hair jacket. (laughs) In luxurious pubic hair, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like totally normal. It's a jungle in there. (laughs) Yeah, it's like so weird. And then, um, and then we were like, okay, we walked like into the back of her house where there was like a bathroom and there was a bathtub and we both like, oh wait, no, first before that, we wrapped up all of the party snacks in painter's tape, like green painter's tape. And then we put it into a bag of dirty cat litter, like filthy cat litter. Right. Filthy. Yeah. Okay. Filthy. And shipped it to ship off. We put it in an envelope. So like it was like we put everything into a bag and we put it in an envelope to mail. Nobody's going to fuck with that package. Nobody's going to fuck with that package. Yeah. So weird. I'm just impressed by the dedication. When in reality, you can just use a build, build a bear. To ship your price yeah back. right Anyways, like that would be better note. side note word to the wise from word our to life the wise <laughs> <laughs> for a lovely life coach so then we like went into kim's bathroom and like it was there was like a bathtub there and it was like you had to if you just like kind of like you had to kind of almost belly flop into the bathtub yeah with your mouth open and then you would create this bubble that would like help you breathe underwater and so and then we would go we went on this underwater seawalk and like all of our friends were there oh wow and um there was you there's all these animals and we were like on this crazy walk and we were just like oh this is so cool like walking around but it was actually kim's bathtub Oh, so that's like a scene from Mary Poppins. I was gonna say right? you went you, full Mary Poppins. Yeah, did you watch yeah. that? It was so good. Yeah, you know what? I've never I watched, seen it. I watched the filming of that scene. Yeah, yes. and that's so cool yes, too. Me too. Yeah, okay. just sliding on that slide. Yeah, Ooh, oh my god, cute. Fun. There's a lot of trust though. That was like the ultimate trust fall, falling yeah. backwards into that bathtub. Yeah, and then sliding down the slide. Yeah. yeah oh my crazy. god. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's intense. Okay, well, I haven't seen it, but oh, yeah, here it was in my Emily Blunt. In my dreams. She can do no wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What a just love her. Um. Yeah, super cute. So this this dream. This dream was just, yeah, it was Sounds full of Sounds off the symbology. charts absurd. It was off the charts absurd, and it was fantastic. But it had a lot of things that I think that really related to just your current situation in life right now, as most dreams do. But yes. the symbolism in this dream was, like, crystal clear and kind of remarkable. I think it's probably the most symbolic dream that we might have had. I'm so excited. As like, dreamologists yeah, on the show so far. Yeah, I almost fell out of my chair when I was, like, reading all of this stuff. So the... Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Nothing. I'm just excited. Me too. I'm excited. <laughs> Be quiet. Yeah. So you went to Toronto. Yes. First and foremost. So um, to dream, once again, like we talk about traveling and dreams all the time on the show. So to dream that you're traveling represents the path forward for your life goals. And it also parallels your daily routine and how you're progressing along. Oh. Yeah. So alternatively, okay. um, traveling can signify a desire to escape from your daily burdens. And um, you're looking for a change in scenery where no one has any expectations of you. Perhaps it's time to make a fresh start. Oh, that's so funny. Can I just quickly comment on that? For sure, yeah. So when, before I, so Koda was the first person that I told this to. Actually, no, I think you were the first person that I told this to, but Koda was a big deal. Koda was the second person that I told. And that was really hard for me for some reason. And I actually told him, like, I felt like I wanted to move away. Right. And like completely like just start over with and just say goodbye to everything. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is recently That's or deep. a long time? Recently. recently. Like uh, right before his surgery. So oh. just start afresh, you know? Like March 20th was when the day I came out. Mm-hmm. Well, we would miss you. Just, yeah, yeah, you'd be very missed. Right? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, so interesting, right? It's like. Oh, extremely yeah. interesting. Um, you, you went to Toronto on a weekend, right? Yes. In the dream. So um, the weekend signifies your sense of time management. 
Oh, yeah. So maybe this had to do with some like the timing of everything. And right. He, like told me first. He told Coda. You were kind of testing it out. Yes. Um. Then another big thing was dreaming of silver. So you wanted to melt down these silver needles because gold was gross in the dream, right? So silver in your dream symbolizes the moon, um, intuition, and the feminine aspects of yourself. Oh, interesting. So you took silver in your dream and melted, you basically melted down the feminine aspects of yourself. Oh, interesting. You went went from she to they. You went full day. Interesting. Full day. Full day. So interesting. That's Um, crazy. The the needles were silver, right? Yes. Yeah, the silver was made of needles, sorry, or vice versa. That's how we had to collect them, yeah. Yeah, you pick up these silver needles everywhere. So to see a needle in your dream indicates that you need to mend a relationship or situation that's gotten out of hand. A needle is also symbolic of some emotional or physical conquest. Oh, so interesting. Yeah, Yeah, so that ties in with the the feminine energy that you melted down, right? Yeah. Very symbolic. Right. Um, And then Kim opened her pube-lined jacket, (laughs) and you guys were looking for party snacks. Um, One of the first things you said you found was turmeric. Yes. So to see or taste turmeric in your dream symbolizes passion and zest for life, and that you're looking for a new stimulation for your senses. Okay. Yeah. And I provided it for you. There you go. You're dead. You're really dead. Sure, it Just came so with some pubic knows. hair. Kim sure, there was some pubic hair in it, but it was there. <laughs> That's, I, that's usually like what I tell people. I just in. love that you held your arm open too. Like we've all done it. <laughs> we'll have to post a photo with us all. Po- I'm going to help you, but definitely. you're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, to, to, to dream of cumin represents individual individuality and oh, freedom, which okay. is huge. Yeah. And then um, you found the cumin and the turmeric in Kim's clothes. Um, basically in a puby hair-lined jacket pocket. So to see or wear a jacket in your dream represents the image that you want to present and project to the outside world. Hmm. So we're getting, we're getting deeper here. Now to dream of pubic hair in a dream yeah. um, suggests you're coyly making your true feelings known. This is so interesting. Is that not crazy? That's nuts. Um, you dreamt of gold in yeah. a negative way. So literally, negatively, gold represents um, greed, corruption, and temptation in your dream. Oh, so amazing. that doesn't tie in quite as, like, for me obviously, quite as strongly or right. obviously with the rest of them, but maybe there is something. I feel like that. I feel like um, greed, temptation, you know, especially because you were talking about you do experience the highs and the lows. Yeah. When you're in a manic state, it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of, like, temptation. It's a lot of that. And oh, yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. And you're- it was like, I'm tired of that. And, like, I think also just, like, the people. I mean, should I let you finish before we go into full, no, full like, blown anal- well, analysis? I mean, if you feel like it might be best, because the next one up is like is party snacks. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. So to dream that you're in possession or taking party snacks represents your need for a quick fix or escape from reality. So or literally, a good time. Yeah. Or a good, well, which could be a good, a good time, time too, right? I mean, yeah. let's be serious. So hand in hand. Um, underwater diving, you were on an underwater diving walk and you could breathe and see animals and yes. it was very pleasant. So to dream that you're underwater suggests that you're being overcome with emotions and you are in over your head regarding a situation and that you need to mm. be in greater control of your life. To dream that you were breathing underwater represents a retreat back into the womb. You want to return to a state where you were dependent and free from responsibilities. Perhaps you're feeling helpless, unable to fill your own needs and to care about yourself, or alternatively, 
Breathing underwater is analogous to being submerged in your own emotions. Whoa. Interesting. Next yeah. level. That is next level. This dream, this next dream was level. next level. Like, I feel level. like it all just points to each other, and it's so deep and well-defined, and the yeah. symbology is out of control. I think it's, yeah, it's crazy because I, there's a lot of just, like, real-life, like, easy draws. Like, for instance, I feel like, you know, with Kim Kim's representation in the dream, it's like... yeah. I've been working heavily, yeah, very intensely with Kim for a long time now and on like a lot of the things that were, you know, symbolized yeah. in in the dream. Mm-hmm. And um also I think like it's interesting what was the thing I can't remember what that what exactly the exact symbolic uh image was, but that it was like to take on maybe it was the clothes Maybe. Or, um, but like, I feel like Kim for me is also a huge role model and has had such a huge impact on my life. And she was wearing the jacket. And she was wearing this jacket. That literally that represents, has yeah. My, you know, and in it, what am I finding? I'm finding freedom. Yeah. Finding like, Getting it's so cool, right? It's very cool. Yeah. And I think that's just, it's, it's, it's actually wild because it's seemed, this is, you guys, this is seriously, you need to write in with your dreams because yeah. I literally laughed so hard at this dream. I woke up, it was so vivid. Like, yeah. it was such a vivid dream. Mm-hmm. And it's such a funny dream, too. It's so weird. But then when like, I break it down and how relevant it was to actually, like, and then it you turns out coming to be this out amazing as thing. non-binary. I meant yeah. to write in about that dream that I had. Remember, you were like, write into back chat. And I was like, I will. And oh, I didn't. Yeah. So and you don't. don't. Don't be Kim Jana. Write in your dreams. Yeah, write in your, write dreams. your damn dreams. Don't just say you're going to do it. Yeah. yeah, we can't be dreamologists if we don't have any dreams to analyze. Yeah. That's right. Send us your dreams. Send us your dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, keep these guys in business. That's right. Please. Like, please. Like, we like we, to be in business. We yeah. love to do back chat. Being so. in business is a good place to be. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Um, so such a symbolic dream and um, like just so cool, I think, like to. Yeah. Especially because this is my first time hearing it. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I know, like you told it to me and I was like, we have to wait. Well, like, and so I'm this not, was I'm the thing is that this is what Brian did. And I'm not good with patience. Like I'm like, oh, especially if it's exciting. I'm like, I want to fucking know like, yeah. right now. It's like, you know what my birthday present is? Oh my God, tell me. Yeah. But it, like Brian, like we, we were actually going to do it on a previous episode because I had this room quite a while ago and he was like, Krista, I can't do the stream. Like we have to wait because it's so symbolic. Like we have to wait for this. So, yeah. so oh, cool. Yeah. For a this couple, is great. It's been a few weeks now. It's been a few weeks. Yeah. That's so right. yeah. it's pretty cool. Though. That's cool. really I'm, cool. Yeah. It's and I'm really honored to have been able to be a professional. I'm really honored to be in the dream to my co-host and, <laughs> and in the life. to be in the dream and in real life. You know, that's a great dream. It is yeah. a great dream. Yeah. I mean, I feel Very like you cool. need to find that jacket, Kim. I mean, I mean, any jacket that, can we, be that jacket if you wait long enough. I just want to say. I just grow my pubes. If you just grow your pubes, condition them. Like, they yeah. were very luxurious. They, oh, they were, were luxurious. luxurious. They were, like, oh, wow. this long. Yeah. It's oh, like, man. I'm holding up well, I'm starting inches. from scratch, so it'd be, like, really hard. To, <laughs> okay, it's going to well, take you know, time. some conditioner and patience. Starting yeah. from scratch. Well, you know what I mean? From scratch. <clears throat> so, uh, we're starting at, uh, you know, ground. I was going to say ground zero. Well, speaking of ground zero. Yes. Okay. Um. Are you going to help me out with this segue? I was like, I was like, Interesting oh, okay. segue Speaking point. Of, okay. I was going to put the spotlight on you. Okay. Speaking of ground zero, ground mm-hmm. zero, like it leaves like, a few sparks that fly in the air. Like ground zero that's like been like maybe impacted by a meteor. A meteor that came from outer space. Which in turn has communed with the stars. <gasps> oh. The stars. Kim, <laughs> do you know what time it is? Because I think we all think it's time for. <gasps> it's, it's in, in the, the stars. stars. Bye, bye. Bye.
<laughs> I love it. I know. The segue could use some work, but... I think it's... people enjoy our shitty segues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> the reachy, fetching, like, reaching segues. Honestly, so, if we were having, like, excellent segues every time, like, it'd it's be like... Weird. It people like, would be weirded out. Well, it would be boring. And it would sound scripted. Yeah. This is unscripted. This is an it's unscripted raw. show, y'all. The only thing... We have show notes. Hey, we have show notes, all right? But... This yeah. is unscripted. This is not keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. It is not. But well, according to our show notes, though, so in <laughs> honor according. of uh, in honor of our favorite life coach that we have on the show today, we decided to go through each of the star signs, Krista and I separately, and do what we thought they would represent, or each sign would represent as a self-care activity. Like what they would do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so and so we thought Kim could weigh in. I'll mm-hmm. weigh in. Because you're the life coach. I'm and a life coach. Self-care and life coaching. I'm a life coach with limited hand? knowledge about astrology signs, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Wait. Wait. No. Wait see. I will make my way. What's we your knowledge wait. level on self-care activities? Oh, so much. Endless. Okay. okay. That's all we need. Endless. That's all we need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like basically do not complain to me about your life until you've done your self-care activities. And your birth chart. <laughs> okay. Well, this is great. And your what? And your birth chart. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you taking care of yourself? Are you uh, complaining or asking for help? Anyways, you might on. have to tune into back chat to hear about what your self-care routine is before you tell me about this story. Yeah. yeah there you go. So let's start off with Aries. Let's yes. just jump right in. Yes, please. So my, my thinking for Aries was mm. that Aries would smoke a joint and enjoy their snacks while watching reality TV in bed alone. Ooh, alone. Uh, now, what do you think about this, Kim? <laughs> Kim's like, I hate you both. Kim's like, I'm on the spot. <laughs> I don't know what an I don't I uh I actually don't the only thing actually the only way I know about signs right now is because of you. Like I know Coda is always saying, I'm a Leo, I'm a Leo. So now You have it in your head. About now what a that Leo is. is Coda to yes. me. Yes. Okay. Or like I'm you know what I mean? So Vanessa is an Aries oh, yeah. as an example. Okay. Lady Gaga is oh, an yeah, Aries. Gaga is Let's an do Aries. both of our thing and then have Kim Wayne. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, so mine and Aries would order Panago and scroll Instagram for both inspiration and a little bit of drama indulgence. I feel like those are both very similar because it's treating yourself to like a food. A food and uh, watching um, other people live their lives. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Aries. For good and bad reasons. And for the, good th- and bad. the thing about Aries is that. Aries, they're, they always have a lot of responsibilities. They always yeah. have, and but Aries also like kind of lives for drama a little bit. A little bit. And like not necessarily in a bad way, but they just love it. So it's like yeah, for them, they're like, I want to relax and like I don't want to hear about, they, uh, Aries often take on a lot of like um, responsibility because Aries hate they can't even handle having a boss. Yeah. So they therefore have to be a boss. Oh, interesting. So yeah. they're they, so, so they have to like, you know, hear a lot about like, and they have to like be always on and like, you know, orchestrating a lot of stuff going on. So for them, like a nice, good brain tune out is like a good self-care routine. Yeah. Well, in then my, you both, you both provided me with some brain tune outs. So I feel like, <laughs> yeah. um, Basically this whole segment is going to be being like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, the Aries yeah. dates I can't just feel for your information are March 20th to April 20th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so Jay's Aries. Oh, there yeah, you Jay's go. Aries, so yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Jay's Aries. Yeah, I mean, replace reality TV with like Planet Earth and you've got yeah, Jay. You've got, yeah, I've got Jay. Jay so, Bay, shout out. So now next up, we have Taurus. So that's anybody born from April 20th to May 21st. Actually, I have all my friends' birthdays. Why don't I? Well, there you go. Yeah, now you can if, you can, if you can personalize it, it's going to make what, it even better. Uh, what is the date? April 20th to May 21st. Okay. 
So anybody okay. in there? Yeah, oh yeah. You okay. Some in there? So All right. keep them in mind while we do this next little bit. Um, Krista, what did you have for Taurus? So for Taurus, I said a walk in the forest by themselves and then home to cook and or bake and listen to their favorite podcast with a bottle of wine. And I know that your favorite podcast is back chat. <laughs> <It better be. laughs> and for me, I had um, an outdoor activity followed by a cuddle with a pet and or a TV show binge. What do you think? I'm going to go with the baking. The baking. baking. I, okay. I, I can see it. But yeah, just because the one person that's on my list is a baker. Oh. <laughs> okay. So there you go. That's so Taurus. Yeah. Very Taurus. Yeah. Um, Taurus also, they love to have backstock of things. They hate to be out of food. They always like to have something to offer. Yeah. And they're very homey. They are very homey. Not like homely. It. Homey. <laughs> Not homely. Yeah. Um, and so next up we have Gemini. So Gemini is anyone born from May 21st to June 21st. So we'll let him look in our little Rolodex My dad. here. Oh, Cute. your dad's a Gemini. Okay. Well, shall I go first? You go first. Okay. So I said a long bike ride followed by video games with their BFF. Which is cute. Um, Kim, <laughs> would your dad play video games? No. Okay. But I- it could also be an art night. Oh. Geminis are very artistic. They are very artistic. Actually, they are very artistic, They're aren't very, they? They're very, yeah. Um, for mine, I thought a Gemini would be visualizing what a flattering com- compliment would sound like from every single person they know. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Brian wins. Should we be keeping track? Um, maybe. Yeah, let's maybe. keep track. Okay. So we're as soon at, as I lose one, I'm th- like, let's keep track. We tied the first one and then we've each no, got one. So we're tied now. This will be good because so, then we can use this on our Instagram. So next up, we've got cancer. So that's anybody born from June 21st yeah. to July 22nd. Got it. Okay. All right. So cancer for me, I had a cancer would be flipping through their old photo albums and calling friends and family to chat about sentimental memories. Very cute. Yeah. And for cancer, I said a phone free movie night, something from their childhood, like a Disney movie um with their favorite food and a significant other that will cuddle them for the whole time yeah whole and time. you said whole time the whole, whole time caps. yeah whole is in caps i like that one Ooh, cute okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah brian yeah. gets a point there and point there. you know what's funny is i think i actually know cancers who do both of those things oh, so I, very cute i think we both had really good answers for a lot of this stuff yeah. we did we um, absolutely did so we're coming up next to leo so kim a leo is anybody born from july 23rd to August 22nd. Got it. Got it. Okay. Got it. All got right. It. And we'll let Krista kick that off. So I said for a Leo, a hike to somewhere really high up where they can close their eyes and feel the wind and see the views and in brackets, take some pics. Yeah. <laughs> and then home to post about what they learned about themselves on social media. And we were so similar with this. I had um, the actual self-care act for a Leo comes from all the likes they receive and all the comments they get about how good they looked on the social pic posts of their self-care day activities. Oh my gosh, very <laughs> so similar. funny. Yeah. Tie. It's tie. a tie. Yeah, okay. It's, it's a tie. tie. That's so funny. And then next up, we have Virgo. So that's anybody born from August 23rd mm-hmm. until September 22nd is a Virgo. Oh God. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Lots, and- you got lots? Yeah. There's actually, I think, more Virgos in this world than any other sign. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not kidding. That's a lot of Virgos. It's too many. <laughs> they run too the many. world. Virgo, who run who the world? Who can we get rid Virgos? of? Just kidding. <laughs> So for Virgos, I had um, starting a cleanse and getting an even stronger control hold over their life situation. <laughs> yes, very true. I said nature meditation. Virgos will drive very far away to be alone and really be able to let go and breathe. Yes, Krista. Yeah. Okay. Ding, ding, All right. Ding. There we go. And I, I think it. all of the people on this list actually presently out of the country doing that. Oh, oh really? Doing that oh, exact same thing. That's yeah. so funny. Um, so next up we have Libra. Mm-hmm. So I'm a Libra. 
Libras or anybody born from um my little date thing just went off. Uh rude. I, I know. You had it all in Extremely my sign rude. too though. I know. Of all <laughs> signs too for that to happen. This is always the hardest one for me. Yeah, um Libras are anybody born from October 31st to no, no. that's not right. September 23rd yeah. to October 23rd. I was like, no, that's not yeah, right. I'm like October 31st, my birthday's before that. I was like, no. Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. I get it. I, I have an idea over here. Yeah. All so right. so for Libras, I said a day to tidy their house, balance their budget, get outside for some exercise, and then curl up with a blanket and someone to cuddle. For Libra, it's all about balancing all of the aspects of their life when it comes to self-care. And what I said was everything Krista said plus a book and listening to some new music. Ty. Yes. That's so funny because um, this is great because I don't really pay attention to this stuff, but I looked at this list and I was like, oh my gosh, all the people who they're just very like this. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how to describe it. What if for you listening out there, I'm making some very firm movements with my hand. For Libra? Yeah. Yeah. For Libra? Like very like. Yeah. Libras. This is how it Libras is. are this very. Is how it is. Yeah. And I'm a Libra moon. And so like, and like your moon sign is like kind of what controls your inner self. Yeah. I think we've done your birth chart we did. before. We did it at, um, uh, and I can't remember what your moon was. So do you place. remember? No. Okay. Me neither. Well, we'll have to figure it out, but yeah. I think you might've actually been a double Sagittarius. Yes, I was. Double Sag. Right. Double Sag. Double well, Sag. We're going to be getting veg. that very quick. The next <laughs> up on our list is Love Scorpio. It. So that's anybody born from October 23rd. To November 21st is a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. So on that list for Scorpio, I had um, a Scorpio would be doing anything to do with painting, drawing, or just creating something mysterious or weird and then never showing anyone, but taking fat- satisfaction from the secrecy. And for Scorpio, I said they would be doing some tarot cards or something spiritual, journaling and music, mm-hmm. um, playing music, um, anything that connects them with their inner emotions. And maybe they'll even cry, but they definitely won't tell anyone. Yeah, Krista, I'm in. Yeah? Bing, bing. I love this. This is so fun. It is fun. It's fun because I feel like you're looking at, like, the people that you know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's crazy. It's so great that I have this little list of Roonies. Yeah. So next up, we have Sagittarius. Ooh. So that's anybody born November 22nd to December 21st. That's right. Krista, what is up for a Sag? Okay. So for a Sagittarius, I said an entire day to themselves to just be quiet with no responsibilities. Maybe they go for a long drive and stop somewhere to treat themselves to a solo lunch. Or maybe they'll stay home and organize their closet and putter around the house. So detailed. Yeah. Um, mine's a lot more simple. I had haircut, designer outfit, luxury cocktail, and a bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with because that's how nice that sounds nice yeah I mean that does sound nice it, it sounds yeah and kind of bougie and Capricorns they're, they're Sagittarius, oh, the sorry, Sag. Sagittarius they're kind of bougie at heart you know so I feel like Cap- were, I mean Sagittarius are definitely like bougie but I feel like that's why in their self-care routine they're like they want to be alone Sagittarius are extremely outgoing yeah yeah um, so I said Capricorn by accident because that's our next sign. It's that we're our next doing. sign. And I just read it on the list. And there, anybody born from J- December twenty second until January nineteenth, that's a Capricorn. My mom. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, here we go. Rainbow. All right. So who should go first? I. Uh, why don't you pop? I'll off jump right in. One. So I thought a Capricorn for self care activity would be watching a great documentary or Disney movie while eating a snack that either cost triple the amount to make than it should be to, due to bougie ingredients, or ordering in some kind of high end takeout. 
And for Capricorn, I said a day of pampering, nails done, hair done, massage, followed by a nice dinner with their bestie. Capricorns got to spend their hard-earned money, and it's not going to be on anyone except for themselves. <laughs> Chris does. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Love it. It's true. And all Capricorns will agree. That's the beautiful thing about Capricorns. They're unapologetically selfish. Yeah. It's a good way to be. They love it. Yeah. Like they'll tell you. You say. They will be the first to tell you. They will. They will. Um, Now we journey into Krista's territory, Aquarius. So that's anybody born from January 20th to February 18th. Hold on. January 20th. To February 18th. Okay, okay. So, oh, Aubrey. Since oh, it's um, Since it's yours and Aubrey's sign, you can lead the way. Okay, so for Aquarius. Oh, and Coogie. Oh, and Coogie, yes, that's right. Actually, Coogie and I have the same birthday. Fe- until February 18th? Yeah. Oh, Taryn also. Yeah, and Taryn, Taryn is okay. in Aquarius as well. Yeah. Aquas. Um, so, I said this kind of actually, I mean, this is just what I would do. So. Here we go. <laughs> a walk around the city with music on and nowhere to be, no one to answer to, um, nothing scheduled. And music on is key. They can people watch, but really just be in their head all day. And then head to the movie theater for a date night with themselves. <laughs> just themselves. Just themselves. And I had um, indulgently going down an internet rabbit hole on conspiracy theories hashtag free Britney, then popping on an obscure music playlist and driving around, eventually stopping to buy some high-end face cream and a sweet high-calorie snack to savor. It's a goodie. It's tough because everybody in this list falls into both of those Would things. do both. So oh, tie. a tie. Okay. There you go. Right. Yeah. Honestly, I think we've actually talked about this before that I really went down the free Britney rabbit hole. Yeah. Like, obsessed you talked obsessed. about it before it was like it was very sad again yeah because now everyone's talking about the free britney rabbit hole that's right yeah it's kind of sad too i actually it's... don't know about it Ooh, oh it's a rabbit it's hole a, and a it's half. a rabbit okay. hole and a half. it's sad it. you it's should it's like you basically that it. like britney series is like essentially like trapped kind of and like is like begging for help yeah oh. and like sends out these signs to but the it public. got more and more it got actually ultra real this last week because she's of her biggest residency where? being abruptly canceled yeah she's in a home against her will right now it's like there's a lot yeah Whoa, okay kind of crazy yeah. so so last you should go down episode. the rabbit hole yeah jump down that rabbit hole for your self-care day yeah so pisces yeah so pisces okay. are anyone born from february 19th until march 20th that is a pisces that's right and this is our last sign it is their last sign do you want to start um yeah i thought a pisces would love a nature bathe <laughs> session followed by getting a massage from their partner while they were getting baby talked to cute yeah. oh, gonna love you a little backy wacky <laughs> Wacky. Okay. I said a long hot bath with candles and bubbles and chocolate and a porn novel. You said skeezy novel. I said skeezy, but in my original thing I said porn, but then I oh. but then I thought of my mother who says Pisces. Oh. And I took it out because I was like, I don't want to think about my mom reading a porn novel. Yeah, we have to say skeezy then. So I said skeezy, but yeah. really I feel like it would be a porn. Or you could like. I'm gonna go with Brian. Your You're gonna go with me? Yeah. Well, Krista Cute. and Brian at Here the end go. of this whole It's in the Stars fiasco have uh, a tide score. <laughs> I love. Yay! I know. You know what? That satisfies the sun Libra in you and the moon Libra in me. And it so satisfies the life coach and the Sag in me. <laughs> oh, oh, well, perfect. S- since we're all so satisfied, I so satisfied. want to thank you, Kim, so much for coming on the show again, satisfying us, satisfying our listeners, sharing all of this wisdom, this yes. important subject matter yes. that everyone can apply and should definitely pursue more of. Yes. Thank you for having me on the show. It's always fun. Do you have any comments for us? To, uh, if anybody's still listening, because <laughs> we went on and on. We did. We did. Um, I'm sure you're still there because we're very entertaining and we talked about uh, vision dicks. 
Yeah, um, we did. Yeah, you know what? Uh, this is my last comment. Okay. Live your life and try to be unfuckwithable. I love that. Try to be unfuckwithable. Unfuck we can yeah. both. We Should we turn that into a hashtag? I think so. Yeah. Let's it's officially it. a hashtag now. It will be. Yeah. All right. Well, my unfuckwithable co-host and wonderful guest, I think that's a wrap on this week's episode of Backchat. I think so. So yeah. if you want to find me on Instagram, it's at Bryhelix, B-R-Y-H-E-L-I-X. And if you want to find me, it's at Carminal, K-A-R-M-I-N-A-L. And if you want to find me, it's uh, Zero Fucks Life Coach, spelled just like that. Just like that. That's right. Nothing hidden, no hidden agenda. You're just going to get the pure, pure realness with Kim. Yes. Yeah. And you can also find us on Instagram together yeah. um, as a throuple uh, mm-hmm. at Backchat Podcast. And we'll be definitely posting uh, all the things that I said that we are going to post in this podcast. Yeah. And you've got some homework. We're going to do some, uh, maybe a little takeover. Maybe, maybe. I would love yeah. that. And I would love that. In yeah. a future near you. Yes, um, that's right. Also, don't forget, you can also write us old school at backchatpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, send us your dreams. Didn't you hear you mine today? You can also snail mail. Yeah, if you want Except to Except we're not going to put the address. So General really... Delivery Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. yeah. P.O. Box Vancouver. 222. And yes. Linda Dial and Aunt Christine. Yeah. <laughs> Dial 222. Okay. Ask for Cecilia. Yeah. <laughs> the next time someone's having a meltdown, someone seriously... Just dial 222, y'all. <laughs> this episode will start playing. It will, yes. <laughs> In your and, ear. Yeah, and if it doesn't start playing, we don't know what to say to help you, but we do it's know that um, I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Krista. And I'm Kim. And, and together, together we're, we're Backchat. Back